This is an Average Robots production. Welcome to Utopia. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Mimic the Idiot, and welcome to Idiots Rolling Dice, Utopia's Campaign, Episode 5. Wow. Psyched to be here. Uh, I'm joined, as always, by some wonderful, wonderful folks. Mute your goddamn phone. Put Put it on silent right now. Done. Thank you. (laughs) So angry. (laughs) Uh, Starting with the lovely Miss Daisy Cakes. Hi, everybody. I'm Daisy. I am uh, Vanessa Halen in this campaign. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm uh, although I, I kind of foiled a little bit last time, I'm, I'm not very good in certain situations when it comes to, you know, making my friends feel good about the choices I'm making. But um, we'll see how it goes. We'll just, you know, go with a uh, peek into your situation. Your best friend, who was hiding a boyfriend from you, and has had a really rough like couple days is uh coming to you to like chat things out and the first thing you say oh by the way we broke into your boyfriend's uh business and killed people not like the best way to start the conversation yeah no <laughs> but i didn't know it was your boyfriend so <laughs> yeah you did no i didn't i knew she i knew she i knew she like talked to him but i didn't know they were like a thing like yeah, you know important picture of her his password was her name. Yes. <laughs> Listen, that can be in a lot of scenarios, okay? People <laughs> tell tell me what other scenario that you would creepy. have. Okay, obsession. Obsessive. Uh, obsessive. That's, a fa- that's fair enough. Okay. Uh, okay. Enough I'll, of, I'll give you a pass. <laughs> enough of ribbing on Daisy. Uh, yesterday was his birthday, fresh off the heels of a 24 hour stream. Mr. Play the Fool. Hello, hello. <clears throat> uh, I am the character Mungo, half orc, kind of mercenary slash jack of all trades, master of none. Just likes to get into trouble. As long as he gets paid for it. Hell yeah. And of course, Mr. Vex. Uh, what's popping? Uh, I play Keith, um, a. Very uh, awkward individual, I would say. Um, awkward being uh, used very loosely. In the fact that he just straight up just doesn't care about anything. Yes. Uh, Mr. Jimmy, a.k.a. Robin Hoodie, will be joining us a little later because uh, he's running late. So, last time, already has got breakfast with the Coyote Halen. He revealed to them that although he wasn't the world's best dad to Vanessa, he has some connections and could help the gang in their adventure. Their nice breakfast was cut short as police pulled up to the diner, and our heroes had to run. <coughs> Keith made his way back down to Lower Utopia, where he discovered that Captain Mercant had been arrested for conspiracy in relation to, the, to Carrie Ann Vixus's kidnapping. Vanessa, Robin, and Mongo headed to the Halen household to meet up with Bonnie Vixus. As Vanessa explained what had been going on to Bonnie, the shock of Vanessa killing innocent people destroyed her, and she sprinted away from the group. 
Keith and Mongo decided they need to, needed to pull off a daring rescue of the captain and headed down to the police station while Robin and Vanessa waited for nightfall to head to the club. Thanks to a daring plan and incredible luck, they were able to break the captain out of the jail before he was transported to maximum security prison. Mongo carried the captain to an abandoned building, while Keith used a handy combination of fire and lights to escape the clutches of police. At the club, the famous DJ Terror Plot was playing. Robin insulted a bartender, while Vanessa mingled with some VIPs. Robin then met a beautiful woman who revealed herself to be the master thief Basel Tetrana. Tetrana admitted she had a mutual interest in taking down Mortimer. However, before plans could be finalized, two giant orcs and three other hooligans drew weapons on Robin and Vanessa as their new friend slipped into the shadows. Our trendy clubgoers were in dire straits before Coyote Halen, who had been at the club, came through with some clutch healing, and dexterous driving from Mongo and Keith allowed them to speed to the club and aid their friends. With Robin barely clinging to life, Tetrana ambushed the last attacker, and the crew was left bloodied and bruised in the club. So you guys are still in the club. Lights still pulse as the same section of EDM beat plays over and over. Some partiers are still kind of shocked. Probably took too much molly and had no idea what was going on. But many people noticed that something was going on upstairs and dipped the fuck out. Um, so Robin is unconscious but stable. Um, and the rescue beat up with Basel and Coyote both looking fine. Neither of them really got attacked at all. Coyote was just a little scared. Uh, he goes, <clears throat> I am, I was not, uh, ready for that to, to happen. Uh, I think we need to get the hell out of here. Uh, yeah, that was smart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds like a plan. Uh, Keith and Mongo, how about you guys make perception checks on this woman who you guys have not been introduced to? Or history. Out. Whichever uh... one. Insight or history? Perception. I or guess perception. insight or history. Whichever one you you want to roll. History is a lot better. My perception is a plus one, and my insight's a negative one. So, history it is. Uh, dirty 20. Dirty 20? All right, so Keith, you know uh, that a woman who matches this description has been linked to several thieves or, you know, thefts throughout the city, um, but you don't know what her name Mongo, uh, this chick's hot as fuck. With your natural one, that's what you get. <laughs> uh, so, Basel Tetrana, she looks at you guys, says, uh, you guys okay? Everyone mostly fine? Looks like we got a dirty thief on our hands. You're a fucking killer. So, that's not... bad people. Were those security guards who were just doing okay, a, a, a second shift at a weapons factory having nothing to do with anything? I didn't do okay. anything there. Okay, so here's accomplice. the thing. We definitely, could have, we definitely could have handled that better. However, we have to move on from that and try and figure out what the hell... Why Why, why do those guys just attack us? Do we have any idea where all these, where these random assailants are coming from now? Hmm. Let me see. You guys happen to uh, break into the factory of the richest, most dangerous man in the city. Get caught doing it. Um, do you think he's just going to let you walk around the streets? Yeah, you're right. She's smart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Keith, I am smart. That's why <laughs> I haven't been able to get caught all these years. And right now, you need a dirty thief on your side if you want to take this fucker down. 
Uh, I mean, okay. I can I'm, get along with that. I'm all about it. That knife work was pretty awesome. I mean, not like I can go to uh, the police anymore, considering I just broke cap out. Oh, I'm. How'd that go? Yeah. Uh, we could have gone better, but we got about. Great. Of course, just extra heat that I need. She like leans down, rubs her forehead. Look, now's not the time or place to talk. Uh, I am out of here. And she backflips over the railing onto the main <clears> floor, <throat> lands in a fucking superhero pose, and sprints away. That's uh, bad for your knees. Fuck you. Oh, damn, that's awesome. <laughs> I like her. Um, Coyote's there. He says, look, I have my, I have my limo out back. Uh, it's probably not like the world's most discreet form of transportation, but it is big and tinted glass. So maybe we could hide you all, or I don't know if you guys are going to want to run because cops are definitely on their way. Did we drive here? Me and, uh, Mongo? I would say you guys took his motorcycle that we established he'd had before. Never mind. Uh, limo it is. All right. So you guys all... Sneak out the back door. Uh, Coyote's driver is sitting there. Opens the limo for you. Um, So you guys just are driving along. You come to a police checkpoint. They stop the car. You're all in the back of this big stretch limo. Uh, What are you guys doing? I I mean, I'm going to look for whatever liquor is hiding in this side cabinet event, (laughs) inevitably. Uh, make an investigate check. God damn it. Nat one to start. Fuck my life. <laughs> hey, Ness, uh, we forgot to restock because we drank everything on the way over here. So just wait till we get home. God. How about that? All right. All right. All right. Fine. Look, police so are coming to this back window. Uh, you guys want to, like, hide or anything? Uh, yes. Yeah. I mean, we should probably hide. Is there like, oh, is there like a secret compartment under the under the seats? There's not a secret compartment, but you guys can actually all make perception checks for the limo. Seventeen, nineteen. What's uh, your role play? Zero. <laughs> so, Keith and Mongo, who both rolled nat ones. <laughs> um, this one is, minus one is zero. <laughs> this is not going to go well for us. You is guys it? have never been in the limo before. This is fucking dope. Like, <laughs> not even at like Keith. You went to like normal high school. You had like a homecoming dance. You guys didn't even get a limo for that. Uh, <laughs> Vanessa, however, you've been in this limo, and not only are you guys in there, a couple of uh, the people Coyote was with kind of dove and ran from the club and got in the limo. So it looks like there could be a party going on here. And it's long. The cops are coming to the rearmost window where your dad is sitting. So if we scooch up front? So if you scooch up front, try to blend in with the crowd, then you could maybe uh, get away or hide. Uh, Yeah. So I'm going to roll for a sneak? Yeah, but all of you roll stealth checks with advantage. That's better. 18. Uh, 17. Okay. So we could, like, if there's guys and girls, we could just, like, kind of 
just pretend like we're super drunk hanging on each other. I don't know why I rolled three, but... You got a 16. Um, so all of you kind of... Yeah, like Vanessa just said, you just sneaking guys and girls hanging on each other. You look like you're making out, whatever. Um, officer, police officer comes in, <laughs> knocks on the back window. Coyote Halen rolls it down. It looks... You guys ever seen Clue? Like the movie Clue? Yes. You know the part where the cop comes in and they're all like making out and the guy's passed out on the couch and shit? Mm-hmm. It's exactly like that, but in a limo. Um, <laughs> they're just like... <laughs> yep. Anyway, so a police officer knocks on the back door. Coyote's sitting there. He's got his arm around some chick. Doesn't really matter. Uh, officer says, uh, Holy shit, are you Coyote Halen? <laughs> yeah, man. How you doing? Says, uh, great. Were you... uh?" At the uh, at the club, it's some crazy shit, man. Fucking, I, there was people all of a sudden just came out, and started slashing swords and shooting. I had no idea what was going on. I don't know if they were after like me or like terror plot or like whoever, man. But it was fucking crazy. I, he starts like seems to like have a panic attack. Yeah, I really need to just fucking get home, man. And he's gonna roll a performance check to try to fool this cop. Rolls that with advantage. He gets a thirty. Um, Jesus. Jesus Christ. Uh, cops like, cop takes a look in the car, uh, kind of shines his flashlight, says, I don't really see anything suspicious. You guys can go along home. Kind of, wait, can I get an autograph? Your dad signed something for him. Says, uh, thanks, officer. You keep us all safe out there. So you guys slip through the cop car. Your dad. Is like, or, or you guys slip through the uh, checkpoint. Your dad's like flirting with the girl in the back. Uh, as you guys are all riding on the limo, um, Robin is still dead, but I think didn't at the very end I say I gave him one of my. Uh... Yeah, but he's still. I think he's still unconscious. I think he's just not dead. Uh, he might have given. Thought it. I think because I marked one down that I gave. All one. right, we'll give him. I think. For some reason, him having five hit points seems like it's stuck in my head. So I'll give him five hit points left. But he's passed out. He's not in great shape. Oh yeah, no, yeah. I'm just making. <laughs> I'm just making sure. Like I thought, I definitely like. Tried he kind of looks like Nate. The cop Robinson looks in the back and night. just sees an unconscious guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyway, you guys are in the back of the limo. You guys want to do anything while you're here? You just want to ride back to the the Halen household. Well, this guy sitting next to me is a little too uncomfortable with all this pretending stuff we were doing in front of the cops, so I'm just kind of scooting myself over a little bit. Create some separation. <laughs> all right. Uh, I'm sitting there taking a little canteen out of my pocket and just starting to take a sip. <laughs> you need to take a sip. Somebody says, hey, pass that around, man. We got nothing Fuck left. you. Fuck you. This is my last <clears throat> little sip. Oh, all right, it's, if it's your last one. It's better not be like gum in the school, though, where you're like, oh, this is my last piece, but you actually have a lot of pieces and you just don't want to share. Keith instantly looks away. Guys, there's plenty of liquor when we get to the house. Don't worry. <laughs> Keith instantly goes quiet and starts chugging. Roll a deception check. <laughs> uh, 28? This guy's like, oh, hell, man. No, enjoy that last sip for me. <laughs> uh as soon as keith uh finished chugging he's like uh i'm gonna be fucked up i haven't drinking in like five days no you had a little bit this morning 
Not like comparatively just chugging like a couple of that's, that's That's going to be super helpful. <laughs> some joints start lighting up. Some uh, some powder gets snorted. You guys are in a party limo. Um, Excellent. But you're making your way back all the way up to Upper Utopia. Park at the Halen residence. The, you know, four or five other people along with Coyote, the girl he was chatting with, and yourselves. Pile out in the main lobby of this beautiful, beautiful house. Um, there goes around. There's this little goblin man. He says, Hey, Coyote, you ready? Coyote's like, Fuck yeah. Lays down on a table. Goblin pulls out a tattoo needle. Starts touching up some of Coyote's tattoos. Jesus. Uh, Yo, I want a tattoo. <laughs> uh, he says, Hey, we're not going to overwork inky here tonight but we can book appointments for you guys later although vanessa 1500 gold right now the, <laughs> the goblin looks up at you says i think i can do a couple more yeah i think i got that <laughs> in my system <laughs> um what were you saying to me uh, all right well so like inky's gonna hit up keith first uh but afterwards you want you want some new ink for you this guy is, I tell you, he's magic with the needle. All right. Yeah. Why not? All right. Uh, so, Keith. King Hint. <laughs> uh, All right, Keith. Did, did you have what something you, in mind? For what you're going to get, Keith? Uh, I'm pretty much just going to copy the runes on the wolf and just put them all over my body. Okay. <laughs> so right. like the ruins are just like subscriptions of like old family like or like our family crest and shit that like slightly glow mm -hmm. and uh what do you think this your tattoo where are the tattoos in are they under items uh they're in magic items under the tasha's cauldron and everything well you're picking out a tattoo inky's actually gonna sit down with vanessa uh vanessa what do you want your tattoo to look like um, I don't know. I haven't really thought about one for a while. There was one that I wanted to do, but it it's it's it it was just from it was Dad's first album cover because I really liked that symbol. But I, I don't know. That sounds kind of dumb to just throw out on a whim here. Uh, what do I want? Let's see. I feel like it's a bad idea to ask my dad's opinion. What, you, you don't know, don't have anything in mind that you might want on your body? I don't know. Everything I wanted, everything I wanted to pick was like back when I was like, yeah, I just want to get all kinds of tattoos, cover all over my body. But like, shit's happened now, and I feel different about it. Inky, the little goblin uh, tattoo artist, says, "Well, what does it make you feel now?" I feel like. Is it lame to say I feel badass lately? I just, I feel like I'm doing so many things I've never done before, and it's really cool. This is I'm just completely naive to all of these things. I have no idea. Uh, so he's like, do you want a tattoo that says badass just right across your neck? That'll be pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> How about, how about, how about you do badass, but like do it like on like my my chest, like 
right right on my collarbone, like right there. So it'll be just like sticking out, but not quite on my neck because I feel like that'll hurt a lot. All right. So he goes to work. <clears throat> he writes badass on your neck, on your collarbone. Uh, and this is a magic tattoo. Uh, so this tattoo gives you Wait, a... Wait, make, make the S's dollar signs. <laughs> okay. I feel like that makes it classier. <laughs> makes the S's what? dollar signs. Um... So this tattoo gives you a special protective barrier. Uh, so your armor class is now 15 plus your dex modifier. Uh, so you now have an armor class of 16 because you just got Ooh. a medium barrier tattoo. And uh, dad's like, uh, Pat's Inky, the goblin on the back says, I'm going to be honest, that's a trashy fucking tattoo. Uh, but if it's what my baby girl wanted, then it's what she gets. Trash. <laughs> it's all right. Look, uh, Vanessa, I, this, uh, I love it. Oh my God. It's so awesome. Look at how cool it is. <laughs> it's, you know, I really like that. It is cool. Like, don't get me wrong. Dang. It's, it's cool, but it's, I mean, just, it's a tattoo that says badass right across your collarbone. Um, I like it. But he's like, now, uh. This is uh, just a, I want you to know that I believe in you and think you're doing great things. And I hope that, you know, this means I'll be with you a little bit on your journey from here on out. So thanks, dad. I give him a little, give him like a little kind of sideways hug because my shoulder hurts. <laughs> yep. Cannot find these tattoos, but it's fine. Uh, all right. You really... Really came in clutch there when we, uh, when when we were fighting those guys. I, you've never used magic in front of me. Uh, I've used magic in front of you. Just haven't realized it was magic. Oh. You think you think wow. what I do with a guitar, all my singing, all the stuff. It's you think that's not magic. I mean, I'm gonna send you something. Metaphorically effects. speaking. Oh, see, now, knowing where those tattoos were probably would have been Thank you. good yep. idea to look at, but it's okay. Nah, you needed a little help with the defense department, so. <laughs> yeah, AC being 11 is terrible. Yeah, so now it's 16. Even uh, even with my studded, well, I have studded leather armor, though. That gives me a plus two. Yeah, but you're. But I'm not wearing it. Yeah, well, because you, you can't wear armor with the tattoo. That's the only thing. Yeah. Okay. Well, so then it doesn't matter anyway. It's up to 16, so that's better than nothing. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I was just going to say, uh, yeah, so we'll uh, just have you guys take a long rest while you are um, all kind of partying at the um, Halen residence tonight. Uh, it's, you know, it's fun. You guys are cool, uh, and uh, Keith will get his tattoo when he's just going to figure out which one he gets. Yep, I have to read. Mm -hmm. So, <clears throat> the next morning, Robin gets a text on his phone. He's like, oh, I don't know what's happening here. You guys read this. Uh, hands you his phone. It's a text from Stefan Stonefist. Uh, you guys know Stefan Stonefist as the guy who owns the food bank owns a lot of the clinics he's like uh a rich guy who lives in lower utopia and like does a lot for the community 
Um, and he says, uh, Monsieur Hoodie, I have a job offer for you. If you could please report to the pre-agreed location at your earliest convenience, we can go from there. Sends you a message. The uh, location is down in the district where the police station is that Keith is wanted um, for breaking people out, and a police officer saw his face. Uh, and, yeah, so that's, that's where your next task is, I'd say, unless you guys want to do something else. Uh, has, have we checked on Cap? Because wasn't he injured in all of this? I was going to go check on him. Okay, so I guess while we're just hanging out, what um, what else? What what happened? How'd you guys end up getting him out? Uh, <clears throat> do you really want to know? Ah, uh, you know, probably better that I don't. So I mean, it's an awesome ass story, but do you uh, want to know? I kind of want to know, but I, I also mean... feel like the more I know, then it's just going to backfire because I don't seem to be able to, you know, keep details of things. Um, you know, not. And you can't really keep secrets. Yeah, mm -hmm. it was never really my forte, but it's never really been important until now. So yeah. Really, it I think you're really better off not knowing. Your dad shouts from the back. <laughs> you know, plausible deniability. Okay, good enough for me. You know what? Forget I asked. I, I found the tattoo. Okay. Yay! Shadowfell. Let's go. Tattoo of Shadowfell. Okay. So it's shadowy defense. When you take damage, you can use your reaction to become shadowy and for a moment, reducing the damage you take by half. Dope. Oh, I should have gotten dope instead of badass. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta mark that down. Yep. All right. So yeah, you have checking in on Cap, going to the, the food bank. That's where the location is that where you're gonna meet up with Stonefist or um yeah that's basically it we can just check on cap on the way there yeah so you guys get in a little town car father hires a town car service sends you back down to uh lower utopia um you go to the abandoned building where uh you left cap and chuck and uh how about you guys all make perception checks or investigate. Oh uh, dirty twenty. Wow, not one. Fuck you guys not. are gonna die tonight. <laughs> I'm just gonna tell you that. Um, but I didn't roll a one. <laughs> so Keith, with your dirty twenty, uh, you start looking around. Cap and Chuck are not there, or they don't appear to be there. Um, but you hear a little rustling behind like a curtain in one of the corners um you go over and investigate it i instantly opened up the curtain cap and chuck are hiding back there cap's got like his axe kind of half-heartedly pulled at you he's still <laughs> fucked up chuck when doesn't I have cap, it. when i see cap i'll give him a hug oh my god he probably hates you so much <laughs> hi keith hey cap how you doing I'm glad you're alive. Thanks. <laughs> I'm really glad you didn't fucking kill me, because you almost did. That was an accident. I don't know how powerful that spell would have been. Uh-huh. Yeah. 
how many how many cops did you kill yesterday? Uh, zero. One. Uh, sorry, one. Great. Great. Uh. I mean, I could have killed the two that were with you. We could have gone to a bigger fight. Yeah, you're right. You know what? I think you severely damaged two officers. Uh, two more knocked each other out. And then I think one was killed while you were escaping. That's great. Yeah, just let uh, bygones be bygones, you know? Yeah, you, you say bye because those guys are gone. Damn, okay, Captain. <laughs> no need to be so dramatic. <laughs> uh, look, uh, it's probably best if I'm not seen with you for the foreseeable future. Uh, I'm going to try to make my way up to Middle Utopia, hide out in some places I know. I still have some friends and some people loyal to me uh, who do not think I was involved. So, I, like, I, but... This, you involved, though? What? Were you? You think I honestly... No, I'm set, fucking with you, Cap. Jesus. No. Who the fuck do you think was ordered police officers to not blockade the road? For their own fucking career advancement. Goddamn Alderman, that fucking snake. I'm gonna, Which one's Alderman again? I'm he was the lieutenant who was replaced. Okay. Who replaced Captain. Um, when, with I'm, just, I'm just making sure I got that right. Arrest. Um, it says, but I can't. Right now, I can't make any moves. So I'm going to have to hide out for a little bit. Your friend here, Chuck, right? Yeah, man, it's Chuck. Uh, he's gonna, it's a great care of me. I uh, hope everything is okay for all of him, but I'm gonna sneak out after dark again and, uh, try to make my way to safety to somebody a little more, uh, friendly than this current district. Uh, I'm gonna give Cat my phone. I can get another phone. I don't need yours. But, like, just in case something happens, Cap, you never know. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just in case you need to call us and you need help. All right. So you give him your phone. Um, okay. Interesting. Interesting choice. Wait, I can always like, grab another. Wait, he's like... All right. I guess if that, if that makes you happy, I'll fucking take it. But I don't... Whatever, Keith. Uh, uh, never mind. I forgot. I take it back. Forgot the fucking <laughs> programs on there. Yeah. Well, now you've given me something and taken it right back. I mean, whatever. I don't really care. I'll be fine. Um, but I'm going to sneak out after dark. I can hide out until then. Uh, what are you guys up to? What's your next course of action? Uh, we're going to meet Stoneface? Stonefist? Stoneface. Yeah. Stoneface. <laughs> Face, you know? <laughs> Mr. Mr. Stonefist, um, it's Stoneface, isn't it? It's Stonefist. Stonefist. Stefan Stonefist. Stefan Stonefist. Stonefist. You have to say it like that. Stonefist. Stonefist. Okay. Look, I don't know how much Stefan is gonna appreciate you calling him Stoneface, uh, but Stonefist. Face. He's a good man. Uh, 
so we've had a few drinks cap sorry it's the morning yeah hey i've been sober the past like five days okay he's lying don't listen to him i don't really want to get the all of you get the fuck out of here um <laughs> you're annoying me i want to go back to just hanging out with chuck he is calm and sensible even though he's a drug addict uh, I, I take the pistol that I stole from the, from the factory and give it to Chuck. Okay, no, that's fine. Yeah, that's yeah. So Chuck's like, "Thank you." Uh, by implicating me in your crimes, uh, I there's target on my back, and now I have means to protect myself. I'll have a fighting chance going forward. Thanks, Keith. That was really considerate of you. You're welcome. I love you, buddy. Uh, I, I like love. This is like a working relationship that's like sort of toxic and like sometimes, but sometimes it's really cool, man. I don't really know. What... <laughs> He's just scratching his neck. I just pat him really hard on the face. A really hard pat on the face. Like, good job, buddy. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, that's fine. I, I agree with Cap. You guys should just like move on. <laughs> Well, they hate us, so let's go ahead and go do what we were going to do, shall we? I definitely don't like, hate you. You guys are just fucking yeah. weird. <laughs> it's mean, a love-hate relationship with me and Cap, okay? We're working on it. Yeah, okay, yeah. Uh-huh. It's definitely you, like, you love him it's more like a professional, you. like, acquaintance-hate <laughs> relationship. It is not, there's no love. I'm sorry, Keith. I don't mean to keep interrupting your fantasy you have of us. We're different people, and that's okay. You're a work colleague that I like <laughs> I sometimes. I put a figure up to his mouth. <laughs> He, he grabs your, your he, he grabs your finger and like yanks it away, making a pose strength check. Oh god! At least my strength is decent, but uh, eight, eight total. Yep. So like he kind of rips your uh, hand away. Uh, but you're like fighting back, trying to push your finger, and it's like he wasn't really trying too hard. He just wanted to get your finger out of your face. But now, like you guys are in like a really like awkward stalemate. Like when a dad <laughs> meets like his girl or his daughter's boyfriend for the first time, and he's like really trying to like judge how hard his handshake is. That's kind of what's going on between you and Cap. And he eventually just lets go and like turns around. It's like God damn it, Keith. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, let's. Let's get going and let Cap rest as I'm kind of just like, you know, nudging Mongo and Keith. Let's go. Let's go see, let's go see Stoneface. <laughs> let, let's go anywhere but here. I'm feeling yep. kind of yep. awkward right now. Yeah, me it's too. not awkward. Keith, it's awkward. Let's go. It's not. All right. Well, you guys are all just darting through the, the city streets. Make stealth checks with advantage. Actually, just Keith. Make stealth checks with advantage. Just me with advantage? Yeah, you're the only one whose face got seen by police officers. Gotcha. So so we don't need to be stealthy. Uh, 15 plus 18. Okay, so you guys you guys are just creeping through. It's a couple blocks from where you are to the food bank. So you get to this, like, massive... It's more. It's less of a food bank, more like a shelter. Um, you get to this massive, like, shelter building. Um... There's, uh, I mean, you know, hope and, like, happy signs, beautiful, like, graffiti murals along the outside walls. Um, you get inside, 
you see it's like a as, as basically as nice as a homeless shelter could be there's like beds there's food laid out um cots there's like changes of clothes there's things for like professional wear for like job interviews and stuff there's like counselors and resources like helping out throughout the um office uh and so, yeah, so you walk into this food bank or shelter it's great um go ahead and make like perception or investigate checks for stone fist 18 16 0 <laughs> great <laughs> so keith is like walks in this building he's like man i could have been living here instead of my shitty ass apartment the whole time it's nice. I don't even think, like pay the bills or anything. <laughs> but Vanessa and shelters Mongo, could be like that. Um, Vanessa and Mongo see Stefan Stonefist, who's this, you know, stout dwarven man, uh, little pot belly, beautiful like brown beard that's starting to gray, um, and bald head, uh, sipping some coffee and talking to one of his you know, one of the people in the shelter in kind of the center of the room. Uh, he sees Robin and motions you guys to a stairway to head upstairs um, and says goodbye to the person he's talking to and follows you all up there, um, opens the door to this conference room office area, closes the blinds and says, uh, Bonjour, messieurs and mademoiselles. Uh, my name is Stéphane Stonfist. Uh, Robin and I are work associates from time to time. I um, lean over <laughs> to Vanessa and go, see, it's Stoneface. Uh, excuse me, what did you call me, sir? Nothing. Uh, nice to meet you. He was he was confused, um, Mr. Stoneface, just because he's, he's not used to hearing such a uh, such an accent as yours and uh, someone who speaks very well as you do. It's just not something that... Uh, Keith is used to as a dumb. I can see why you are see dumb one. Okay, that's fine. Uh oh, shit, Andreas fucking help me. Uh we oui. Miss uh, Mademoiselle Tetrana, she uh, approached you last night, I'm aware. Uh yes. agreed to help break into Monsieur Mortimer's mining facility. Uh See, uh, we believe that Motima is behind the toxins that are affecting the population of Laurentopia. Uh, is something just through specifically how rapidly his medical facilities were able to get approved. It's almost like he had the plan in motion before any disease started happening. Uh, also, Mr. Vixis uh, and his expedition of the approval process is wildly concerning. Um, from inside job. What? Nothing. Just talking to myself. Okay. Monsieur Miller, uh, right? <clears throat> uh, yes. Please. If you have something to share, please share it with our group. Ah, it's good. Don't worry about it. Well, Mr. Stonefist, we did learn uh, recently um, Mortimer has more of a connection with the Vixuses than we previously had thought. Uh, I don't know if that has anything to do with it, but obviously he 
obviously Marcus has a lot of connections within um, multiple districts, and he's trusted even when possibly he shouldn't be. I would not say trusted is the correct word for what you're thinking. Uh, you said he has more connections to the Vixuses than previously thought. What do you mean? Uh, he is dating the eldest Vixus daughter, Bonnie. Hmm. This is uh, very interesting. Honestly, if that, if anything, that helps his case that he wasn't involved in the uh, kidnapping of the Vixus girl, but uh, I don't know. I, I don't know either. Could be all a ruse. Could have been planned. Maybe. Could uh, be a, I, I don't know. Could be Stockhouse I think, I think anybody would want to hurt Bonnie. Um, perhaps. Look. Miss Tetrana will help you break into the mines. Uh, the mines are likely to be filled with some sorts of traps and puzzles uh, as there is a chemical storeroom as he pulls up a map of the mines, the same map that uh, Tetrana shared with you last night, Vanessa. And he points, he says, there's a chemical storeroom around this part, lower entrance of the mine. Um, he says, we believe if the toxin is origin originating from there, then that's where it will be. Okay. Okay, well, uh, so where is she planning on meeting us? We didn't exactly set up any form of communication with her. Uh, she will meet you at the, uh, at the mines tonight. Uh, however, I should warn you. Uh, do not count on her to, to save you. Um, she is very much out for herself first. She says there is something in the facility that she needs to acquire. Uh, so she m might only help you get inside. I, I don't know for sure, but her help will be significantly better than no help at all, as she is the best at stealing shits in the city. But she... Okay, never mind. So she could she could get us in there and essentially just leave as soon as she gets what she wants, leaving us there to handle whatever is going to inevitably come at us. And Traps and Puzzles does not sound encouraging it's a possibility yes <laughs> sounds well, fun however I I know this will only help reassure you further um, but uh, Marcus has uh, he's up security on his facilities since the warehouse incident uh, and if he were to catch you again there would not be an opportunity for you to escape uh, and not even make it to jail. He would not hesitate to to Just, kill kill you. Mm -hmm. Bring it on. You guys, Miss Amelia, uh, I don't know if that's a fight you want. At least it's not a fight I'm willing to take. Keith, it's not a fight we want. It's not a fight we're going to win. So our best course of action is not to get caught. So uh, I got caught the first time. You guys, I was already in there. All right, you know what? There's no reason to point fingers. <laughs> I, I did give Mongo the kill slide though, so. Are you guys 
Are you guys all good together? Are you going? Is this going to be a, like a functional group, or should I go hire someone else? We're family. We're fine. Uh, well, we can we can handle this, Monsieur Stonefist. Uh, we we can handle this. Uh, we just what did you say? You know, it, it's Monsieur Miller. Please repeat what you just said. <laughs> Stoneface. <laughs> he he lifts his hand up and slams it through his table. He says, I. I am having second thoughts about helping you. I have... I thought you, specifically you, actually, were on the side of helping the city of Utopia. Uh, you seem to be sort of a good-leaning person. Uh, I figured you'd want to stop criminals. But all I've seen from you is a fucking jackass. You got that right. Can okay. I count on you to actually get the job done? Uh... Keith's expression kind of changes for a second as he kind of steps closer to the guy in front of his, like, destroyed desk now and just stares at him and goes, if we get caught and we have to fight Mortimer, I'll be sure to slit his throat. I don't He's think he would that. give you the gents. He'd be surprised. Okay. Is there is there anything else that you can tell us, uh, Mr. Stonefest, that would at all possibly help us in any part of this plan? I know that um, Bissell is going to help us a lot, but other than that, is there anything that we specifically should know about our part of the plan? Monsieur Vixis is having a fundraising gala tonight. Uh, our sources would indicate that Marcus Mortimer would be obliged to attend, however not committed. If he could be convinced somehow through maybe some incentivization through your connections specifically yours miss halen to i don't know maybe go see a concert at this fancy gala his political partner is having uh then that would prevent him from coming to the mines it's almost like i had a plan set up for you hmm i'm gonna i guess i'll i could pick up my phone and message my dad right now see how see what he's planning on for this evening. Dad tends to go places with the already intention of throwing an impromptu concert, so I don't think it'll be an issue. So you text your dad. Uh, go ahead and roll a persuasion check with advantage. <sighs> Seven. <laughs> Fuck. Yikes. With advantage? What the fuck? You rolled you two rolled threes. threes. Um, Stupid. But, you know, thank God your dad loves you. Uh, he says... Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> he says, Hey, uh, Vix's Princeton's thing is right next to my concert tonight. I'll run by and do a little acoustic set beforehand before I go on. Maybe that'll keep them there long enough, I think. Great. Heart emoji. Great. Heart emoji. Kissy face. Kissy face. And all weird. Why? Father, daughter, not. Why? I love my dad, okay? Don't you judge me. I don't send my parents kissy faces. Shut up. I send my parents. You know what? It's not important. I'm going to message Bonnie and just let her know that my dad is planning on stopping by the gala. Just to let her know. I don't really get too much into it or say anything that. Uh, would... don't do that, please. Why? Just don't. 
Did you hit send yet? No. So let it be a surprise. <sighs> okay. I'll delete it. Because if Mortimer sees that, that's going to be kind of weird and suspicious. I don't see why. She's my friend uh, other than the previous situation that yes, just happened. Yes, but he so knows she told you're connected that. to us. I guess that's true. Um, it's fine. I just won't message her. We'll just rely on my dad's witty charm. <laughs> God help us. Your dad's awesome, right? <laughs> I love my dad. I didn't say he wasn't awesome. I just, you know. I wish I had a dad like that. Hey, you really, you, you got some stuff going on up there, don't you, Keith? Huh? No. Huh? What'd you say? You, okay. you most certainly do. We have, uh, we have, you know, psychiatrists in the in the shelter. If you need to talk to someone, probably be a decent idea at some point. Yeah, I mean, you guys don't. Uh, yeah, at some point, just to not today. Rob the facility until nightfall. So if you want to talk to a psychiatrist, you're more than welcome to use one of my facilities. You know what? I want to see what's so wrong with me. Everyone keeps telling me. Oh God! All, All right. right. Well, I <laughs> sure. Well, um, <clears throat> Mr. Stonefist, thank you for taking time to talk with us today. I know you're a really busy, very busy man with everything that you got going on here. Well, I, if we want to help the city, I need your help. Uh, don't get me wrong; I do plenty on my own, but I need some people who. Are not directly attached to my name, uh, gotcha. as Monsieur Hoodie over here can assure you. I pay well for jobs that are performed for me, and uh, you know, I will uh, hopefully speak with you this evening after your successful investigation of Motima's mines. Um, how about everybody who's here make a perception check on? Uh, stone fist. Eleven. You guys are gonna die. Seventeen. <laughs> Why are we gonna die? Because we're rolling so bad, we're going into traps and puzzles. Mm. <laughs> Unless the trap is like rolling that one, <laughs> I'm gonna die. Yes. It, listen. If the puzzle is roll as little amount as possible with thirty-six d20s, we can do it. <laughs> Anyway, so Keith, uh, you're the only one who notices this. On Stonefist's arm, he pulls his sleeves up uh, to kind of brush off his hand after smashing his table. You see a tattoo. It's a tattoo. It's a triangle uh, with like three lines inside of it uh, and a circle. It. I mean, I meant to draw a picture and send it to you, but it's that. Imagine a circle with like the three Adidas stripes in it inside of a triangle. That's a tattoo of his on his arm. Uh, can I can I do like a history check just to see like if I know this symbol? Yeah. It's not gonna be great, but it's gonna be a fourteen. Something uh, bad. So you recognize this symbol as the symbol of the populace, which is like the kind of Robin Hood organization, kind of in the city. Um, okay. But that's all you really know about them. I like the tattoo. He just gives you a darting stare. Yeah, uh, I got tattoos myself. I pull up my sleeve. What did you get for your tattoo? What was the design? <laughs> uh, so the design is like 
so the family crest of uh, the Miller family is like a dragon eating another like monster, mm-hmm. and it goes from like the top of his shoulder all the way down to his like wrist. Thanks. That's wonderful. Please, uh, there's, if you speak to the Frantesque, tell them I sent you for a psychiatry appointment. They should help you out, Mr. Miller. Please leave my office now. It was nice meeting you. Go fuck yourself. Okay, so <laughs> nice. I'm just going to turn around and walk out. <laughs> and I just, I don't even want to open my mouth anymore. I'm not even really sure how. I, okay. Nope, let's just go. Yeah, better off that way. So we're going to go out, Keith. If you're going to see the psychiatrist, that's fine. Uh, we're you don't gonna, want to know about my tortured past? I, no, I, you know, I don't know if I can handle any more information about you. <laughs> <sighs> Plus, we shouldn't be involved in that. That's kind of a personal matter that should just be between you and whatever poor soul is responsible. I group therapy, come on. <laughs> It's not up to me. What are, what are you? Be, what are the other ones? It would be like AA, you know? <laughs> she need that. God. <laughs> Hi, my name's Keith. I'm an alcoholic. Hi, Keith. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm going to go see the psychiatrist. <laughs> he he needs some kind of help. But well, I'm not going. Are we going to go and... Robin, do you want to do group therapy? The hell do I need group therapy for? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, good enough. Let's go ahead and let's go get coffee or something while we wait for Keith. So yes, coffee's always good. For the week. There's, a, there's a little coffee stand in the homeless shelter. Uh, it's nice. Keith, you go to the front desk. There's a nice young lady behind it. Says hi. Can I help you? Pot stuff. <sighs> I assume you're I'm here sighing for a, from behind him. I assume you're here for a psycho- psychological appointment with that kind of fucking behavior. Finger guns. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, wow. Right on point. Doctor oh Rosemary will see you if you could just fill out this paperwork for us. Just you know, <laughs> name, birthday, whatever. Uh, <laughs> he fills it out. <laughs> Fraser the music starts playing as. Uh, um, you're waved into a room with a you know nice old uh, goblin woman sitting in a chair with a notepad. She said, "Hi, how are you? Please Doing just dandy. Have a seat. <laughs> Takes a seat. You look familiar. Weren't you the secretary in Ghostbusters? You aren't in the room. You you rejected group therapy. This is not your scene. <laughs> I don't care. That still looks like that." <laughs> so uh I have it here your name is Keith Keith yes ma'am why are you here today uh my friends think I'm a liability now That's why do your friends feel that way and remember we want you to use I statements uh for these kind of conversations I don't know I think I'm a great person. Let me 
rephrase the question, I guess. What behaviors have caused concern for your friends? I drink a lot. Okay, she writes that on her notepad. Uh, what else? Uh, I don't give uh, a single fuck what happens to me or anyone else. Writes that on her notepad. Uh, people think my relationship with the police captain is a little strange. Okay, uh, let's go into your relationship with the police captain. Uh, tell me more about that. He's my best friend. Is that a mutual friendship, or is that you projecting something onto him? Probably projecting. Okay, and why do you think you're doing that? Because I had a shitty-ass childhood. Tell me more about that. Well, you know the Millers? Uh, um, the, the, the all-80s <laughs> band? The all-retro band? <laughs> no. They had that song, uh, my best friend's Janazi. My best friend's Janazi. <laughs> no, we killed monsters. We were the first ones outside, legally. Oh, monster hunters. Uh, and so what about that was... Well, I guess you were hunting monsters. But, uh, you know, what parts of that were unpleasant? Uh, the training. Oh, no, describe that for me. Uh, <clears throat> he clears his throat and kind of uh looks away for a little bit. Kind of tries to like look for another way to get out of it. I'm not talking about it. Keith, I'd I'd like to go over that this is your session, uh, but I can only help you so far as you're willing to let me help you. Um, so if you're not comfortable sharing something, please don't feel any pressure to do so. My dad tortured me. Like physically, emotionally? Both. Okay, you know, is there anything specific you're willing to share? Uh, he points to his missing horn. So your dad broke off one of your horns. Technically a monster, but I was only like five. And he took me out to go kill some monsters. Were you guys successful in killing the monster? Yeah. Okay. But, I mean, as a five-year-old, do you really fucking think a kid wants to be out in a goddamn wasteland killing shit? I mean, I would say no. I think at five, I was playing with crayons. Exactly. But... Then, it doesn't fucking help that... The fucking higher-ups of this fucking shit-ass city fucking pretty much made them the en number one enemy. And then they forgot to fucking take me. And left me in this fucking shit-ass dirt fucking place. You know, it is, it is rather interesting. They would take you outside of the wall to fight monsters, but then when they were exiled from the city... And had to live outside of the wall. They didn't take you. I guess my question would be. Do you think they were trying to protect you in some way? No. They thought I was useless. So what I think I'm seeing, Keith. Is that you're on a self-destructive cycle. Uh, due to childhood trauma. Which is very fair and understandable. Based off what you've been through. Uh, 
you lash out at figures of authority because you blame them for what happened to your family, possibly rightfully so, uh, and you tank situations and put yourself in extra danger because you yourself want to die. Um, but I'd also like to consider you think of the positives. Uh, you said your friends were concerned that you're a liability. Doesn't... Tell me about your friends, your relationship with them. We just met, so... Uh, one of them is uh, the famous rock star's daughter. She's kind of cool. Uh, we got this big-ass brute-looking dude. He's, he's pretty dope. He helped me break Captain out of jail. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, then we have uh, Robin Hoodie, who is... Uh, you probably know. Yeah, I've seen Robin around before. He's uh, kind of cool, dude. Shoots, shoots a pretty dope-ass gun, which I would like to take. Well, I'd suggest you don't do that. And these friends, you say, have, uh, have, have they shown you, you know, like, you know, care and affection, love, all the normal things friends, friends show? Probably not. Well, maybe that's partly because you aren't doing enough to let them in, Keith. Damn, why'd you have to get so hard and heavy right there, yo? You stepped in my office. Which means there's some part of you that wants help and wants to improve. So the first thing you have to do is, despite how hard it is, you have to make a conscious effort to get better every single day. And there's going to be some days, Keith, where it doesn't work out. You're going to hit rough patches and it's just going to be like, I can't, you know, there's going to be some days you just can't do it. But you then have to wake up the next day and just get right back on that horse and go at it again. Um, because clearly, if your friends wanted you just to come here, that means they care about you. You wanted to come here means you care about you. And that's all you need in this world, is people that care about you. Alright? So I believe in you, Keith. I would say stop lashing out is a good place to start. And maybe let down those walls. Let some people in. Share some facts about yourself. And that might be really helpful going forward but she taps her watch I think that's all the time I have for you unfortunately uh, if you need to make another appointment please see the receptionist outside and uh, you can do it Keith <laughs> go to give her a hug she hugs you it's the first person that's ever hugged me back do you consistently show affection problematically like this yeah She scribbles down on her notepad behind her, behind her back. <laughs> okay. Uh, you stay safe out there, Keith. Bye, Mom. What was that? Nothing. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Why do I feel like Keith was the kid that, in grade school, used to call the teacher Mommy? Oh, he definitely wasn't, though. <laughs> he never went to class. <laughs> Here's an apple for you, Teach. <laughs> anyway, so you guys all, you know, get your coffee. You're hanging out. Keith kind of walks out, tears in his eyes a little bit, of the offices. 
Um, what do you guys do? How'd that go for you, Keith? Swimmingly. Looks like somebody had a breakthrough. Need a beer, bro? No, I'm good. Wow. How about a coffee? Okay. More for us, then. I'll take a coffee. Okay. So, as we sit and drink this coffee, we should probably discuss all the terrible that's um, probably going to happen when we go to the mines later. I feel like we are much, 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 much less prepared than we should be. My only question was, is who was the hot chick at the bar with the knives last night? Tetrana. She is... She's a master thief. When she says Tetrana, go ahead and roll a history check with advantage, Mungo. I'd fuck that. None of you. Let me just... I'm just gonna throw it out there now. None of you have a shot, so put that one to the side. But, like, I never was gonna take a shot. Hey, I'm not 20. Nice. So, Mongo, last night in the club, it was dark. She was kind of hiding in the shadows. Um, She says, Tetrana, you've worked with Basel before. Uh, She worked with you on a job a long time ago. Snatch and grab gig. You kind of made a distraction outside of, like, a jewelry store or some shit and then she broke in and stole all the most precious valuables could take she you know she's good um and you she knows she puts she takes care of herself but she you know she she'll get the job done all right yeah she's professional she's she's not she doesn't play well with others but she'll definitely get done what needs to get done yeah, well, and according to Mr. Stonefist, she may just leave us as soon as she gets whatever it is that she's going in for. Oh, I wouldn't doubt it. Well, that's great. But I don't really believe In fact, I'd actually bank going. on that. I'm I'm not excited about this. I'm going to be honest with you guys. What are I, you ever excited for anything, though? I mean, I'm excited. I get excited for things. I'm I'm an excitable gal, but you know, at the same time, I don't want to die. Dying is a part of life. I'm man. too. Listen, I'm too pretty to die, especially in a mine. Okay, <laughs> so let's just be honest here. Okay, I don't want to die. You guys don't want to let me die. My dad doesn't want me to die. I mean, none of us really want to die. Then it's why just, are you coming? You with know, us? I just I can't stop thinking about the fact that we could die. Then why are you coming with us? Because it's the right thing to do to figure out what the hell is going on. Fair, fair. Also, I'm a little concerned about leaving you guys alone now. Why would you say that? Uh, well... Me and Margo did just fine. Yeah. Yeah. We put our heads together and killed we cat. got cat. That wasn't me. Yep. That wasn't I didn't me either. We have to try and do this better. We have to not, and that's me included. We have to, you know, try not to just go through murderously and work our way in. We have to try and do this somewhat sneakily. But murdering is fun. Listen, Mongo, I know this is how you like to live your life, but 
I was very, I'm very sad about Shelter. the fact that. Uh, I probably should have said that. I'm giving him a glaring look. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Roll intimidation, Vanessa. Not very intimidating at all. She, she's glaring at you, but, you know, you could take her, Keith. You want to fight? No, 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 I don't want to fight. Can you stop? Let's, let's, just, let's just go. Let's leave here and figure out what we need to do before we go do this craziness tonight. And Mungo just pats Vanessa on the head and just says, you know, roll with it. Have fun. If we die, we die. Killing early isn't fun. Great. Okay, well, it depends then. on how you do it. I'm just going to start walking away from them out of the shelter. <laughs> the whole way, probably me and Mongo are just like debating on how to like, <laughs> like if it's fun to kill or not. Fun ways to murder people. <laughs> that sounds like a show on Spike. <laughs> As we're walking, Keith is just writing down all the ways he could just pin a murder on Mongo. <laughs> okay. Uh, so you guys kind of trek all the way over to where the mines are. Um, you guys kind of wait for nightfall again. Um, and all the way in District 1. So the outer ring of Utopia is like this big semicircle with District 1 basically bumped up to the mountain all the way on like, if you're looking at a top down, the right hand corner. And that's where the big Mortimer mining facility is. Uh, carved into the mountain, there is a massive fenced-in facility outside our Paul Towers with conveyor belts that sort through coal and other minerals. Uh, even late into the night, heat from the forge radiates around the facility. Um, you guys are, like, looking in, and you can feel hot air coming from the, the forges and stuff. A tall steel and brick building stands above the rest of the campus, housing administrative offices and stuff. Uh, several guards, real guards, not, like, forensic cops like at the munitions factory, um, with actual armored private security stuff, and a few, like, third shift workers are you know, walking around the facility. It is relatively well lit, even though it's late at night and there are large light posts with, like, big LED lights kind of shining all around the spots of the facility. However, there are darkened areas to sneak through. Um, as you guys are all kind of scouting out the facility, um... <laughs> Tetrana sneaks in behind you, and none of you notice her walk up. Uh, so she's just behind you. You're all, like, looking in the facility. She says, well, hello. Ah. Jeepers creepers, you bitch. Hey. Excuse me? Sorry. Sorry, that was rude. I'm sorry. You have to stop doing that to people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Keith, you feel a little point in your leg as, as she's just holding her dagger, kind of pressed into you, but not stabbing yet. She says, but I'm sorry. I don't miss. So you better watch your fucking mouth, Keith. Okay? I'm sorry. She, like, flips her dagger around her fingers like a CSGO knife and puts it back in her pocket. Uh, Vanessa, I have a, I have a present for you. She pulls a pair of boots out of her, her pack and she gives you a pair of boots of elven kind, Ooh. Uh, which make you walk quietly and gives you advantage on stealth checks. 
just regular regular advantage, no specific. Yeah. If I can fucking find them. Wow, these are super cute. I had an extra pair uh, lying around. Figured uh, you and Thank me were you. about the same same size. So uh, I'm gonna put them on all excitedly because I love shoes. Figured you did. All right. Uh, she said so. Yeah, she's like I had an extra pair lying around. Uh, so here you go. Also, I'm very sneaky. I don't really need the magical assistance. Anyway, um, so tell me what you guys see. I'm how still new to the sneak. How about you all make investigate or perception checks on the facility? Six. Fourteen. Nineteen. I'm getting better. So, Vanessa and Mongo, uh, Vanessa, you see kind of, you see the main fenced-in area. You see that there are, Jesus, UK? Sorry. (laughs) You see that there's, like, there's a fence, there's the guards walking around. Um, You see some of the fence is not, like, you know, perfect. There's, like, holes and kind of flaws in some of the areas that could be snuck through. Um Bongo, you see that the kind of mountainside that the fence is kind of dug into, uh, that that could be scaled by, you know, a you know a decent enough climbing check to, instead of going through the fence, you could go up and around, basically. Yeah, because going through a fence didn't work out too well for me the last time. <laughs> That's what I heard, Mongo. How you doing, sweetie? I'm okay. What'd you get for those jewels you stole? You were in on that cut too. Uh, but it's, uh, yeah, but I'm sure I didn't get anywhere near as much as you got. Oh, definitely not. I totally ripped you guys off by like a lot. <laughs> totally. Damn, told them you were going you're to. You just going to take that? No, I knew going into it she was going to. Uh, okay. Well, they wouldn't have got the jewels at all if it wasn't for me, so they got something. At least there was that. True, true. So, what do you see? What have you guys scouted so far? Well, we know that there are... A, it's a step up in security. I mean, it's not the uh, the random cops we saw before, but it uh, seems like it's something we could handle. But if we're quiet about it, I think we have a shot of getting in undetected okay all right anybody else have anything to add do you have a plan for how you want to get in anybody have an idea i mean if we can find a spot in the fence it should be i don't want to say easy but if we can spot around the side is there an opening somewhere someplace where maybe um, I don't know, as I'm looking around. So through the fence, that's your that's your master plan? Uh, listen, I, I'm I'm still new at this whole like sneaking in and breaking into places, so uh the other guys you you I mean I all. can get in really easily. I don't know about them. And how are you gonna get in, Keith? Uh I could just disguise myself with a spell to look like them. Oh yeah, that that works actually. 
It's a good spell. Disguise self is a great spell, actually. It is, right? Yeah. I uh, get some scrolls every now and again. I'm not really a magic user on my own, but I probably should be. can always teach you a couple spells. No, thanks. Not for me. <sighs> I mean, I wasn't trying to hit on you or anything. I was just No, saying. I don't care if you were trying to hit on me or not. You're just fucking weird. Damn. Okay. Shit. Wow. Am I wrong? Uh, no, but okay. All right. Well, Keith, you can disguise yourself. Uh, Vanessa... You're probably small enough to sneak through that little crack in the fence over there. And Mongo and Robin, right? We can probably scale that mountain over there, as you big strong guys, uh, and get over the fence. And that way you're not all traveling as one big group. And uh, I mean, we could just pretend to be new hires, and I could be just escorting you guys. Eh, they don't really bring in new hires for the third shift alone after the shift's already started uh, yeah i feel like that one's gonna throw us throw us out uh, yeah however i i like the idea of splitting however but like wh where do we meet after that we have to have some sort of plan i definitely can't do any of these things by myself <clears throat> so there's like a big cave entrance uh where like the the base of the administrative building is it's a giant like opening into the cave with like columns and stuff holding up the the entryway. Uh, we can just meet outside the cave as you okay. have to go into the cave, right? Yeah, <laughs> works for me. Okay, so I guess we have a plan then. Yeah, and she sends you all the maps to your phones um, of the the mine. She says. I have to get something from the administrative building. Uh, you guys sneak down to the chemical storeroom while I'm doing that, and uh, you know, don't get caught. How do? What are you going to meet us? Will we be able to find you? She's ditching us after. Oh, okay, I got it. Depending on the situation, it may be more beneficial for me to just get out on my own. Yes, my intention is not to ditch you. But I also have to look out for myself. I have my own wars to fight. I understand. Hell yeah. You fight them wars. I don't like it. Well. No one ever does. You know, have you ever heard if you meet an asshole in the morning, they're the asshole? If you meet an asshole all day, you're the asshole? But it's too fun. Hmm. Yeah. You're lucky I need you right now. I'm just going to say that, Keith. <laughs> Keith just starts laughing. <laughs> I'm I'm just going to nervously walk away. All right. It's a nervous it's a nervous laugh like, "Oh, <laughs> okay." <laughs> like he's perfectly aware that she could just kill him whenever she wanted to and he's just kind of a little unsure. <laughs> um as you're getting ready to go in, Vanessa, you get a text from your dad. He says, uh, whatever you're doing, sweetie, I know you can do it. And he gives you a D6 of Bardic Inspiration. Yay. Uh, before you head in. Because he's cool. And he can send Bardic Inspiration over text. Because I fucking <laughs> said <Yes>. so. 
badass. So you get a D6 to add to one of your rolls uh, for like a skill check or an attack roll um, for the next hour. Okay. So, Keith, you make your way to the front of like the main entryway. Right. Um, hey, and obviously before I do, I hit, uh, I cast this guy's self on me. Right. Vanessa, you sneak your way up to a little tear in the fence that you can slip through. Uh, and Mongo, Robin, and Basel all head over to kind of the mountainside and start climbing up. Uh, Vanessa, you first. How about you give me just a dexterity check to get through the fence? Excellent. You could roll your d6. Yeah. To add it to the roll. (laughs) Great. This is awesome. That's so exciting. God. <laughs> Vanessa, I'm going to fall through the fence again, aren't I? Your jacket gets caught on the fence. <sighs> we'll it's all over again. We'll come back to you. Damn it. Um, I really fucking like this jacket. So Keith, what the fuck? You're approaching the, the front entrance. It's like this gated off. You know, it looks like the entrance to like a construction site or like a warehouse factory type thing. Uh, you have disguised yourself to look like you're coming in for work uh and there's a there's a guy at the at the entryway looks tired sipping a coffee says uh hey who are you coming in guy uh a little late but need the money a little late man fucking if you're coming in for third shift you're like an hour late bro yeah uh kind of got caught up at the bar Dude, you can't be doing that. I know. It's like my second time. What's your name, man? I, I gotta report this. You don't have to report it, dude. Trust. If you just let me in, I'll sneak you some booze or some money right, is, right, right now. All right? Roll a persuasion check with advantage. <laughs> oh, good luck. Uh, 23. It's like, you got a flask or something on you? He opens up his jacket and takes out a flask. He opens up his cot. He's like, wait, what is it? Uh, good old-fashioned, single-malt-aged, 12-year whiskey. He pours out his coffee and says, I'll take that. Yeah. Cost me a thousand credits, all right? It's a, maybe if you spent less money on booze, you wouldn't need to worry about the job so much but yeah pour some in my cup man <laughs> I, I just give him the whole flask just take it man don't worry about so it he like he like sneaks the flask and like pours it in his cup can't you know can't just be sipping out of a flask at work no but it's all you sips it out of his coffee mug he's like alright man go check in where you're supposed to <laughs> he tips his hat to him <laughs> <laughs> um, no finger guns this time not, not yet. Oh, thank not God. Yet. Oh, God. <laughs> all right. So, Mongo, Robin, and Basel, you guys are all going to make either athletics or acrobatics checks um, to scale the mountain. Uh, Basel gets over just fine. And you guys even make her look slow. So, with a natural 20 from Robin, a natural 19 from Mongo, you guys, big strong men, 
just like bound up this mountainside. Uh, both of you, since you got up so good, make a perception check for me. Looks like Daisy's going to be our weak link. <laughs> <laughs> With another natural 20 from Robin Hoodie, uh, he sees Daisy is caught in the fence. Um, what do you guys do? Uh, Vanessa's caught in the fence, guys. Uh, we got to do something. Mongo kind of just lashed to himself a little bit. Well, I know how you know how that feels, but come on. We gotta in, the, in there, done that. <laughs> Payback. <laughs> Right, As you guys you... see me struggling with my jacket over the corner, trying to be very quiet, but also yanking on the corner and slowly but surely getting, like, really frustrated with it. Well, don't just stand there. Go get her out. Basel like, whispers to you guys. How about if I just try to take a shot at the fence and see if that'll help? That, no. That... <laughs> Remember what happened the last time you tried to take a shot at something and wound up killing somebody? Basel just... <laughs> Stares at you, dumbfounded. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, I, I can't true. believe I threw my lot in with these fucking idiots. I really can't. I'm just gonna go over and kind of help her yank until it's free. All right, go ahead and make a stealth check for me. This is gonna go well. I believe in you. <laughs> you had to say something, mimic. <laughs> You're bound. Daisy, make a dexterity saving throw. If you do a good job, there's still a chance you can maybe not get caught. Hey, that's a good job. 18. That's a good job. 19. So, Mongo sneaks over to you. You guys can kind of see some of the guards are noticing a rustling in the fence. Um, wind's kind of blowing. And you hear footsteps coming your way. Uh, can I sneeze really loudly? Yeah, go ahead and make a deception check with disadvantage. And roll a 17, roll a natural 17 or higher. Uh, cut it out one. Okay. <laughs> so you sneeze really loudly. Guard points his gun at you. Hey, you're not supposed to come to work if you're sick. I'm, I'm not sick. So why'd you fucking sneeze? sneeze? Why'd you fucking it sneeze? Dust, dude, dust. Oh, that makes that makes sense. <laughs> You're late for your shift. What's your name? Uh, I, I, I can give you some booze. <laughs> you gave your flask away already. <laughs> I'll buy you a drink. You're not supposed to drink on the job. Well, not right now. After your shift, yo. We can get off at the same time. Uh. Our days off. What do you, what's your next day off? No, I look, man. I gotta take you to the soup right now. You're late. Talking, trying to bribe a guard. Come with me. You're coming to the soup. Oh shit. Okay, so he <laughs> he kind of puts his gun down a little bit, uh, but he is, and all the guards are kind of walking you over to the administrative building as Mongo pulls Daisy or Vanessa out of the fence. Um, Basel is thinking to herself. Yeah. I shouldn't have come. I shouldn't have come. <laughs> um, she is rethinking all of her life's decisions. So as as Keith is getting walked over to the administrative building with one guard, what are the rest of you doing? Uh, well, he, the Mongo just pulled me out of the fence. We're 
we're through, but we're also trying not to get seen because all of those guards were heading our direction. We gotta get him back. Maybe. What? Do we I have really good perception. You guys are fine. Not perception, persuasion. <laughs> well, that that's promising right there. Um, I have a plus five and a plus seven to uh, performance mm. and deception and intimidation. <laughs> All right. Well, you're you're you'll be fine then. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, so we're through the fence. I guess we'll start to make our way on the edge of the fence. Okay. And making our way <clears throat> along the fence line back to Jimmy and Bissell. All right. So you guys kind of make your way over towards the cave entrance, which was going to be the rendezvous. You guys are kind of in the shadows on the right side of the cave entrance. Uh, Keith is being led to the administrative building, which is on the left side of the cave entrance. Um, there's not a lot of workers around, and there's the one, only the one guard with him, uh, but he is, you know, on the other side of this massive cave. It's been tunneled out um, very clearly. Bissell says, I don't, I don't know why I tasked you guys with doing anything requiring skill. Uh, that's on me. You know, actually, Mongo, you and Robin... You guys, great job. I mean, you climbed that mountain. Wow. That's pretty impressive, actually. Um, you guys, Vanessa, him, I don't, I don't know. Look, I think you three should go into the mine, look for the chemical storeroom. I had to go to the administrative building anyway, so I'll help get him out of there. Uh, but be be better, I guess. Be be better. <laughs> I'm I'm just I'm like looking at the hole in my jacket, like still still being sad about my jacket being ripped. Do the shop for Not even paying attention. Get enough money for another jacket, okay? Plus you're rich. I'm sure you have plenty more jackets. But but I really like this jacket. Here's a tip: don't I, wear you jackets you really like on you know, sneaky stealth missions. You see me, she's wearing like black kind of leggings, but like tactical leggings and like a turtleneck, like and a little Are they leather. No. Leather makes too much noise. Well leather I guess that's true. And a little like cat mask. She's she's catwoman. Imagine catwoman with like an updated kind of like Wait, Michelle, Michelle Pfeiffer Catwoman? No, Anne yes. Hathaway. No, fuck that. Michelle Pfeiffer. No, anyway. it's going to be Anne Hathaway, Catwoman. I don't give a fuck what you say. All right, fine. Anne All Hathaway, right, Catwoman. Better. All right, fuck you both. <laughs> nah, Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah. See? I mean, Robin I, gets it. I understand. What Just to like. be a jerk, I'm going to say Halle Berry. Okay. All right. Well, you know what? I'm not surprised by that. That's, that's fine. I'm not either. But, we, yeah. Let's move on. We're gonna just yeah. So she so you're gonna go and help him. We're gonna try and get in there and get to the um the storeroom without getting caught and without dying, preferably. Yeah, that would probably be best for you. Yeah. Yes. Awesome. Without dying definitely sounds like a good time. Okay. We're gonna die. You know that, right? Mm-hmm. Mm. If you guys keep up your rolls, maybe not, because I've been rolling like shit on everything I've rolled. Um so there's a chance if i roll anything okay, other well, than absolute dog shit maybe you guys don't die or maybe you guys die 
Anyway, so the three of you, what are you guys doing? Sneaking into the the mine? Mm -hmm. All right. Yes. Uh, So you guys head into the big cave entrance for now. Uh, Basel sneaks across uh, and follows Keith, who's being escorted into this building by this guard. It's just kind of chatting Keith. I was like, look, man, I don't really want to do this, but you're late. I got it. It's just your job, man. No worries. Yeah, whatever. So, Soup's office is just inside, which, I mean, you know that, right? Yeah, you know that. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, so, Vanessa, Robin, and Mongo, uh, you guys kind of sneak your way through the tunnels of the mines. You follow the map Cell sent you on your phone. Um, make perception checks just in the mine area for me. Wow. Let me guess. It's a cave. It's a cave, guys. It's a cave. <laughs> you yeah, guys are excellent. really... I, I thought so. Yeah. So mm-hmm. with a... Yeah. Are there bets? A natural one from Vanessa. It's a cave. A natural two from Robin. It's a cave. With your 13, Mongo, you see a couple bats flying around on the ceiling. <laughs> Not really bothering anybody. Just you know, hanging out, being bats, doing bat things. What? <laughs> Uh, but you see a couple, like, just from having eyeballs, you see there's a couple, like, third shift dwarves working, mining. Um, and yeah, that's really it, as you kind of follow your map into the cave. Um, Great. Keith, you're brought into this building. Uh, guard sits you down in a room, says, look, I'm going to go get the boss. Sorry, I have to do this, man. Good. No worries. Seem like a I'll nice I'll take you a drink later, though. You're not, this part of the reason is you tried to bribe me. Yeah. I didn't really try to bribe you. I just wanted to go have a drink with you. You look cool. You sound cool. You look like a cool guy. Yeah, I'm a, uh, you know, I'm kind of a cool guy. I get it. Um, <laughs> so let's see what happens here. Okay. So, outside of the room, you just hear two um, sounds like knives being thrown. Actually, make an inside check. I, I told you, don't. Never mind. I mean, it, two knives were thrown outside the room. Um, Good, I rolled a natural one. <laughs> uh Uh, and after the knives go, a big thud, right? Because she fucking crit on her attacks. Um, well, she crit on one of them and did really good on her other one. Uh, there's a big thud, and Basel Tetriana open or Tetrana opens the door. I swear to God, this is the last time I will save you. Saved your asses. Guards were coming. I saw them. Well, maybe not you, but Vanessa. You were fine. I guarantee you would have just ditched them. Yeah. Help me hide this body real quick, and then follow your friends into the fucking cave. Okay. Uh, Make a survival check. God. I guess, hold on, let me see if there's anything. 
Uh, I guess deception. You could use deception to hide the body. Okay. It's better. It's a plus five. Twenty-one. So you... You stuff the body in a closet. Make sure the closet won't open again. And Basel's like, now go, little boy. And she sneaks <laughs> off on her own way. Uh, I give her a wink before. <laughs> she is turned and does not see your wink. Aw. I still say good luck. Nothing. No response from her. Let's see how she does. So it's how nice I should be. She does good. Okay. So, her story will play out. Uh, Keith, how about you give me, actually, probably a survival check this time to try and catch up with your friends, follow the map, see if you can find them in the cave. 19. 19? So you... I was at 20, but I have a minus one. <laughs> so you are a little better at reading maps than your friends who were getting lost looking at just, you know, the cave being a cave. Uh, All the maps from Chuck that are just scribbles. <laughs> <laughs> feel free to make an investigation or perception check in the cave while you were there as well. Uh, it's going to be decent. It's going to be a 15. 15? You see, like, precious metals and shit. Not necessarily, like lying or like some of it are, is lying around but you know a lot of it like you see ores yeah um, you know fancy shit that would be in a mine I'm not gonna take any because that'd be way too heavy okay um and you come <laughs> I that strong so you you meet up with the rest of your crew who is trying to read the map on their phone which they are currently holding upside down um <laughs> Hey guys. Turn and look at him like she did it? What are we talking about? I'm gonna call the guards on all of you. What are you guys doing here? <laughs> You're still disguised. <laughs> <laughs> they saw you being dragged away. <laughs> Roll a deception check with disadvantage, Keith. You're a dick, Vex. <laughs> no, roll a deception check with disadvantage. Let's see what happens. Oh, that's an 18? Why? I rolled two 13. All right. Uh, Vanessa, Robin, and Mongo. A <laughs> man has just come and threatened you guys. Uh, everybody roll initiative. <laughs> oh, my God. Keith, wow. Okay. I got a nine. <laughs> All right, Vanessa, you're up first. You have a member of the mining company here who is just threatened to call the guards on you. What do you do? Okay, I'm sorry. I missed that. What happened? You have a member of the mining company here who just threatened to call the guards on you. What do you do? Uh, well, I'm going to try and knock him out. All right. Uh, make an attack roll. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hit him with the butt end of Bertha. All right. Make sure you hit me. She hits me. Seventeen's <laughs> gonna hit you. Uh, so two, yeah. Three damage to Keith. Uh, so right when she hits me, the disguise goes away. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Keith! I almost <laughs> fucking killed you. Sorry, I thought that'd be funny. <laughs> no, that that was not funny at all. <laughs> that was really funny. <laughs> You have a black eye now, uh, as you just got <laughs> clocked in the head with the back of it or with the butt end of a dagger. Um, 
Yeah. So Keith just <laughs> tricked you into attacking him. Great job, Keith. <laughs> that was so worth. Wow. I'm gonna have a lot of trust issues after all of these missions. <laughs> Life choices are starting to be questioned at this moment. I'm just happy he didn't pull that one with me. I probably would have blown him up. <laughs> so glad it was Vanessa that hit me. Great job that mm-hmm. Vanessa ran first or rolled the highest. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so you guys are in the mine. Uh, you have a map to follow. What are you guys going to do? Going to follow it. Uh, well, we have it upside down. So I think. I mean, I, mean, I, I just start walking because I know <laughs> I can read a map. <laughs> Oh, okay. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna follow the guy who says he can read the map. So, Mongo looks at his phone, takes a couple of steps the wrong direction. Mongo, Mongo, and, 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 then realizes that he has to follow everybody. <laughs> Come on, big guy. <laughs> Whispers ahead before we before we go any further. Keith, give me that now. Give me some more booze. Uh, funny story about that. They're gone. Uh, is it bad that I keep imagining Mongo as Andre the Giant? <laughs> no. Because that's Wait, like actually Andre the Giant or Andre the Giant as Fezzik? No, no. Well, yeah, Fezzik. But it's, I just it 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 doesn't leave my brain. That's all I think about whenever like you're in a scene. That's just I just imagine that. That's what I'm that's what I'm picturing for you. It's up to you. I just imagine him from Blazing Saddles going, Mongo like candy. That's what I imagine. All right. <laughs> okay. So you're following the map. Sorry, sorry. On the way down. <laughs> uh, everybody make perception checks. Dirty 20. Oh, that was almost a 19. So with Vanessa's 21 and Keith's dirty 20, um, you guys are walking. They're the kind of cave rock walls uh, turn to more metallic, and you see like a metal floor. You look like you're heading the right direction. Um, Keith and Vanessa, you notice something is off about the little floor ahead of you. Uh, part of it looks a little raised uh, than the rest of it. Almost like a pressure plate. That, that... Does that part of the floor look weird to you? Yeah, we should probably stop walking. Ah. So we stop. (laughs) Uh... Can I make, like, an investigation check on this? Yeah. Raised... Little plate. Uh... 16? 16? So you see that the little pressure plates there in front of you. Uh, you just kind of look around the wall. There's a keypad on the wall. Go over to the keypad. All right. Looks like a normal number, like digital number keypad. I hold up the phone. All right. With the device on it. Make a sleight of hand check with advantage. Ooh, 16 plus... 21. So you hold up the phone... It kind of scans digitally, digitally maps, gives you the passcode. It's 6969. Um, nice. Uh, you type that in. 
the, pl the pressure plate sinks down, sets in, and uh, appears safe to walk on. Uh, I put one foot down on it with a little bit of weight just to make sure. Everything's fine. You disarm the trap. I walk right on it. Okay. And keep going. So you follow, you guys follow this tunnel down some stairs, uh, and you come to another room. In this room, uh, you see two mirrors. Uh, how about you guys make perception or insight checks? 13. 20. So, Vanessa, you notice everybody else looks like, oh, wow, two exactly same reflections. There's really no reason. Like, why, why the hell would they put two mirrors here? Vanessa, you notice that the reflections aren't the same in both the mirrors. Just slightly off. Yeah. You guys can make further investigation checks to find out what isn't the same. Yes. That's some... <laughs> Something, something does look right. Can we all make one? Yeah. Um, I would imagine she relayed to you, hey, look, the reflections aren't the same. I'm just making sure. Uh, 18. All right, Keith, you're oh really God. the only one who gets this. Um, so you notice in that mirror one shows the party kind of as you are. Um... There's the walls behind you are blank, uh, and there is a blue gem on a desk, uh, kind of in the same room. Mirror two shows the party on the wall. Uh, behind you, if you look at the wall behind you, there is a picture of Melissa Mortimer, the first governor of Utopia, on it, and there is a glowing blue gem on the floor. So one's, the gem is one's on the desk and one's on the floor. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Uh... So from what you've put together, mirror two is a reflection of the room as it actually is. Okay. So mirror one is what it's supposed to be like. Most likely. Uh, can I go grab the gem? Yeah. Uh, I grab the gem and put it on the desk. Okay, and the gem's on the desk. Uh, make an arcana check on the gem. Uh, thank God it's me, because none of you are good at magic. Mm. <clears throat> That's going to be a 16. 16. You see something funny about this gem. You know, there's plenty of gems and precious jewels and shit in these mines. This one's glowing. Uh... And you get a sense of, like, you're being watched. Uh, but that's all you really get from the gem. From the gem? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Vanessa, you looking at this gem, how about you make a history check? Nat 20. This is the same gem that Bonnie had around her neck, the necklace that she was fidgeting with when she came over yesterday. Same style of gem. Not the same gem, but it basically identical. I've seen this gem before. This Bonnie has a necklace with a gem just like this on it. Probably a security measure to see through it. Because I feel like I'm being watched through this thing. Well, let's... Can we put it somewhere? I mean, I put it on the desk where the reflection on Mirror 1 looks like, but nothing happened, so... There's one more detail that's wrong. 
picture. The picture. Yeah, I forgot. <laughs> Alright, well, let's let's move it then and hope for the best. Uh, we move the picture. So you guys take the picture off the wall. A little buzzing happens. Beep, 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 beep. The two mirrors separate, revealing an entryway into like a... Think like Umbrella Labs from Resident Evil 2 mm-hmm. in in the basement. It's just like a lab. Uh, and it's the chemical storeroom uh, below you guys. Um, Before we go in there, or... I'm going to hang back a second. Okay. I'm going to see if I can reverse engineer this gem a little bit with my magic. See if I can peer through the other side. Okay. Um, so be probably an arcana check. Yeah, you'd have to make a a, a good arcana check. Say DC okay, 18. 18? Yeah. <sighs> I got an 18 exact. Well, 19, but I rolled an 18. So you, you get your wolf out. You, the wolf holds the gem in its jaws. Uh, you pet it. The runes on your wolf begin to glow a little bit as you kind of tinker with the gem, you know, casting little basic magic spells on it. Try and reverse the, try and reverse engineer it. See who's watching you. Uh, you see an empty room with like television screens and computer. It looks like a security measure room, but there's nobody there right now. Okay, I'm gonna hold on to the gem then. So you're you're taking the gem off the desk though. Fuck. Well, I'll come back when we come back. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Forgot about it. Don't listen to me. <laughs> so the rest of you, um, <laughs> kind of walk down into this storeroom, and everybody make investigation checks. Nat one. Thank God I rolled my high ones. Uh, two. 15. Most of you guys are just baffled. You're like, wow, they really use a lot of chemicals for this mining operation. Uh, Mongo, you see that, you know, you've worked with explosives. You've worked at destruction before. Um, a lot of these chemicals are for stripping rocks uh, or stripping, like, the rock from metal. Uh, there's, like, stuff to make explosives for, like, blowing shit up in mines. You see a bunch of barrels next to an exposed pipe. And the barrels look threatening. Hello? So they're next to a pipe? Yeah. Is the pipe open? Yes. Okay. Are the barrels open? You'd have to go take a look at them. Uh, I'm a little nervous about that. Yeah. I just stroll right down next to the barrels. <laughs> <laughs> All right, make uh, perception or investigate checks around this area. Thirteen. Thirteen. Uh, so you see in the water or in the pipe is water, flowing water, and you see just a faint bit of green goo um, kind of on the outside of the pipe. It's <gasps> not good. Yeah, that's definitely not good. That's probably... The, I bet you that's the drinking water. Uh, let's see. Um, What's in the barrels? Oh, yeah. I was going to ask that. So gonna, What's in the barrels? You're going to open the barrel? So they weren't open? Uh, I mean, they they had their lids on. They weren't necessarily like, closed all the way. Um, I don't know if you want to 
open the barrel. You can open the barrel. I'm gonna open the barrel. Make a constitution saving throw. Oh boy. <laughs> One. Oh boy. You open the barrel of what you suspect to be a toxic chemical with no protection on. Yes. You lean your head in and you take a big fucking waft. Oh. <laughs> you, Keith, are now poisoned. Ah, it's not that bad. How long does the poisoning last? Until it's cured. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, fucking not poisons. I want poisoned effect. Should just be disadvantage on attacks. Yeah. So you have disadvantage on attack rolls and ability checks. Yep. Until you get cured. Well, fuck it. Since I'm already poisoned, uh, I'm gonna go look inside the pipe. Uh, it's. You see, like a faint bit of green glue, goo. Well, Looks... I'm gonna grab. I'm gonna grab that <clears throat> and like put it in. Not like with my bare hands, but I'm gonna like tear a piece off of my coat. Okay. For like a sample. You guys also have camera phones. But I'm gonna try to get it to like the doctor. That's what I'm. My thinking. Okay. I'll take pictures as we go. Uh, make a slight of hand check to not get toxic chemical on your body. Hey, that's gonna be a seventeen. Good, good. Uh, yeah, so you kind of scrape it into a little cup, put a lid on. Um, you had an empty like bag in your pocket. You you get a little bit of toxic waste after you realized. Oh, make your uh, slight hand check with disadvantage. Sorry, because you're poisoned. Ten. <laughs> you said ten. Fifteen. Fifteen. Okay, you're still fine. Um, so yeah, you get a little bit of toxin into your bag. Um, what are the rest of you doing? Slowly backing away from the mystery green goo. I'm taking pictures. Okay. So Vanessa takes pictures. Uh, can we tell where this pipe leads to, though? It's a water pipe. Uh, you guys can make an mm-hmm. insight check. Like kind of like guessing. Yeah. Twenty-three. Six. Cool. Seven. So, since Vanessa, you're the one who drinks fancy uh, special glacier water, you know that most of the water in Utopia comes from glaciers up in the highest parts of the mountain. Uh, so, this would appear to be the flow pipe of one of the glaciers based off its proximity to lower Utopia. It would, you'd reason to think that this would lead into water for lower Utopians. Mm hmm. It's the drinking water. I assumed. I just wanted to make sure. Hmm. Well, this is this this is the water that leads into the rest of Lower Utopia. So, I'm I'm gonna go ahead and say this is our source. But um, I know we'll we'll double check with the doctor. But this is crazy. Very crazy. All right, let's get the fuck out. So as is you guys. I don't think there's anything else for us to find. If you want to okay. make another investigation check, you can. Fuck hmm. it. Disadvantage. I get a... Six. Seventeen. Uh, no, there's nothing else. 
Great. Thanks. All right. Awesome. You Let's take, go. You take a lot of really good pictures. You have the brand new uh, Slate. Uh, so you got like the fancy pro camera with like the three thingies on it. It's, it your pictures are really clear. Awesome. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the Slate 4. <laughs> the Slate 4 Pro. Excuse me. It's the Slate 6. Uh, sorry. The Slate 6 Pro. Um, oh, the new one for us was the 4. Well, I get the 6. This rich girl over here. Listen, her money. We can argue about this all day long or we get the fuck As out of here. As you guys are arguing, you <laughs> feel a tremble on the ground. Oh, like bad, ground that shapes. does not sound good. Wee. <laughs> Alright, so let's get the hell out of here. <laughs> uh yeah, let's all let's all uh start moving on quickly. out. Yep. Uh as you guys are running out of the cave, make perception checks. Uh can I grab the gem on the way out? <laughs> Yeah, go ahead. I grabbed the gem. All right. Oh, eight. Oh, at least that's decent for perception. It's going to be a 12. Did you roll with disadvantage? Yes. Okay, 12. Uh, Keith and Robin, you hear a scream, and the ground shakes again. Um, so you guys are kind of running now. Um, and as you come to the giant main entrance to the cave... You hear a big, and another, and all of a sudden, one of the cave walls tumbles down. Out of the cave, the hole that's been punched in the cave, you see a ten-foot-tall uh, cave troll. It has got tall. It's got grayish skin, uh, loincloth covering their naughty bits, and two sharp claws and some bitchin'-ass teeth. Additionally, one giant cave spider comes out crawling next to the troll another giant cave spider crawls on the ceiling of the cave everybody roll initiative yeah oh got a 22 16 you're all gonna die I'm so bad on this <clears throat> you said 22 Keith mm-hmm. alright Keith you're up first uh, giant spider one is the one that's on the ground with the cave troll. Giant spider two is on the ceiling, and then there's the cave troll. Uh, I'm gonna go right for the cave troll, and I'm going to do. Uh, we took a long rest, right? Yeah. Okay, so we can try. Um. So there's a spider and a cave troll right next to each other, right? They are. Will you put that in the combat tracker. Yes. Thank you. Um. Yeah, I said the spider crawl came out right next to the cave troll. Yeah, I'm just making sure. Uh, I'm going to cast Ice Storm on both of them. Uh, so, uh, they need to make a dexterity saving throw. They have to beat a 15. Okay. Cave troll doesn't... Neither of them beat it. Okay. Uh, it's going to take a second. I have to roll 2d8 and 4d6. Do you have to make an attack roll for that, or is it just... It's it's just a safe throw for them because it's a uh, in a radius. Right. It's a twenty foot radius, forty feet high. Okay. Uh, Twenty three points of damage to each. Okay. Uh, and it becomes difficult terrain until my next turn. All right. The spider does not like that. 
at all. Uh, okay. That is Mongo's turn. And so Giant Spider 2 is the one that's away from everybody? Yeah, so it's kind of crawling on the wall above where that hole was punched down in the wall. Okay, so I'm going to uh, take my crossbow and shoot at him. Okay. Yeah, you hit it. All right, you do eight damage. And that's all you got for this turn. Robin, you're mm -hmm. up. I'm going to take my laser rifle that Keith likes so much and blow that, blow, try to blow a hole in that cave troll's head. All right. Nope. So Robin points his rifle at the cave troll. Cave troll just like ducks out of the way. Uh, so it is the first giant spider's turn. Um, okay. Uh, it is going to sprint over to Keith. And it's going to go ahead and make a bite attack at you. It misses. It misses, even though my fucking AC is a 13. I have rolled so many natural ones tonight, I can't believe it. Jesus. I can't believe it. The only way you guys actually live this encounter is if I roll like dog shit, and that's what's happening right now. Um, <laughs> Hooray! So the cave troll, at the start of its turn, regens 10 health. Um, just like kind of buffs itself, feels really good. It's going to walk over to Mongo, who shot at its spider on the roof it's going to take three attacks at you first it's going to bite uh does a 13 hit you no it doesn't nope 16 is my ac and then two claw attacks uh 19 to hit and uh, no that one doesn't hit either so 2d6 plus four so it does 11 damage to you Ow with its claws uh vanessa it is your turn all right uh, i'm gonna take some shots with my crossbow here uh where am i gonna shoot at i will shoot at which one's on the spider one's up on the spider two is on the wall spider oh. two's on the wall okay i'm gonna go for spider two then <coughs> 17, 17 to hit and seven damage Okay, it does not like that at all. And now it is its turn. Uh, so it is kind of hanging on the wall. It's about 35 feet from you. It's going to jump off the wall, crawl over to you, and it's going to bite at you, Vanessa, because you just shot at it. It's going to fucking miss. Um, <laughs> brings it back around to Keith. Oh my God. I had five attacks and I hit once. Uh, I'm gonna cast Vicious Mockery on the Cave Troll, so it needs to make a Wisdom saving throw, and it has to beat a 13. On a Wisdom saving throw? Yep. <laughs> it does not beat it. Alright, it takes 1d4 of Psychic Damage and has disadvantage on its next attack roll. Okay, just its next one attack? Mm-hmm. Right, what's your D4? Uh, 1d4 plus my charisma modifier, so 6 damage. 6 damage. Okay. 
Mongo, you're up. You got one spider on the ground that attacked at you. Uh, the cave troll. <coughs> or no, the, the giant spider that attacked at Keith. The cave troll that is up in your face attacked you. And then a spider over with Vanessa. Okay, so this cave troll has some nasty, stank-ass breath. So I'm going to go after him mm-hmm. and miss wildly. All right, anything else you want to do? Yes, I'm going to use my action, action surge to hit him again. Right. Or probably my luck miss him again. Oh, wrong dice. <laughs> Nine misses. Uh, Robin, you're up. Going back for his head again. Okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> Robin misses with a nine. It's the giant spider's turn. It's going at Keith with a bite. Uh, 14 hits you. Yep. All right. Where's a D10? It's like the first time I've ever used a D10. Uh... So it's going to do six regular damage for you, and I need you to make a constitution saving throw. Uh, also, as a reaction, I'm going to cast Hellish Rebuke on him. Okay. Uh, nat 20. I do have disadvantage on it anyway. Nat 1. Uh, <laughs> let me look at poisoned. I'm already poisoned. Yeah. No, I I want to see... Oh, poisoned. Like... If it actually gives you disadvantage in saving throws. I think it's just attacks, attacks and ability checks, not saving throws. Not saving th- okay, I got a nat 20 then. Okay, uh, so you take half. So you'll take f- half of 48. 7, 13, 15, uh, 18. You take 9 poison damage on top of the... 6. 6, so you take... Fif- 12, 15. 15 right. damage. Yep. Uh, not that much. <laughs> uh, damn. Uh, and then I cast Hellish Rebuke on him, so he just makes a dexterity saving throw. Okay. Needs to be a 14. It beats it. Uh, he still takes half uh, fire damage for my D10s. Uh, so 17 halved. Yeah. It doesn't matter. You kill it. Ah, okay. So you, the spider bites into you, it it feels good, bad, feels bad. You have poison uh, damage. Um, you've been you've been fucked up today, Keith. Uh, but your fire comes out of your puppet, burns the spider to a crisp. It falls not out of its puppet. It's just more out of it's out a of tiefling you. thing. It's yeah. a te- just tiefling things. Um, just tiefling things, you know. You get a free camp trip. They can use once a day. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and that brings us to the cave troll turn. The cave troll heals 10 at the start. It's going to take three attacks at Mongo again. First one, the bite. Uh, disadvantage uh, on it. Disadvantage. Misses the bite. It's going to take two claw attacks at you. First one's going to be a 17 to hit. Second one's going to miss. God fucking. 2d6 plus 4. Ooh, that was good, though. 11, 15 damage to Mongo. And Mongo goes down. No. Uh, Vanessa, it's your turn. Mm. All right, well, um, uh, 
since that spider keep was trying to take a shot at me anyway, I'm gonna take another shot at him. Nice. Twenty-one to hit. Twenty-one hits. And six damage. Six damage. Uh, is that all you want to do for this turn? Uh, do I have? I think I still have. Do I have action surge? You do. All right. Well, that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna use action action surge. And I'm going to see if I can't finish off this spider. 20 to hit. 20 hits. And 9 damage. You take your bowcaster at the spider, try to bite you. You kind of scoot back, blast it right in the face. Spider goes down. Fuck yeah. All right. Brings us back up to Keith. Uh, so you're up. You haven't taken your puppet out, uh, puppet out yet. The cave troll just clawed the fuck out of Mongo. Um, yeah. What you Shitty thing is all my other shit is all fucking range attack, which I have disadvantage on. Uh, we'll cast Firebolt because it's a cantrip and I don't lose a spell slot. Uh, so, yeah, I get to roll the two. And plus five, so. All right. You miss. Uh, you have As your... a... As a bonus action, I'm actually going to heal myself. Okay. Uh, 1d4 plus 4. Okay. Uh, 5. <coughs> so heal yourself for 5 damage. Uh, Mongo, make a death save. Well, I have a question. In my traits, I have this relentless endurance. Yeah. Which says when I'm reduced to 0 hit points but not killed outright, I can drop to 1, one hit point instead. Oh, yeah, dope. Yeah, we're going to have you do that then. Yeah. So, Mongo, the cave troll claws you. You're not back down. And as it comes to you, you get up. I didn't hear no bell. And uh, it's your turn. All right, so I'm going to swing my sword at the troll. 24 hits. Five damage. It's not nothing. Uh, do you want to do anything else? Yes, I also would like to use my second wind as a bonus action. All right, 1d10 so, plus 3. Healing for you. <laughs> Five health back. That's the, Hey, it's not nothing. All right, Robin, you're up. I'm going to throw a heal to Mongo since I'm not doing nothing. All right. So what is that? Is this a d20? Uh, no, so you heal him. Cure 1d8 plus 1. So you roll over to Mongo. You can cast Cure Wounds on him. Heal him for 9. Go. That's good. That uh, definitely helps. So the Cave Troll's back up. He sees Robin just heal the guy he thought he killed. He's going to make a bite attack at Robin mm -hmm. after healing himself for 10 health. Or healing itself for 10 health. It's going to hit Robin with its bite. Uh, 1d6 plus 4 for 8 damage. Uh, then he's got he's going to make one claw attack at Robin and one claw attack at Mongo. Natural 20 on the one he makes at Robin. Uh, 18 on the one at Mongo. So Robin is going to hit you for... 18 plus 4. It's going to hit you for 22 damage. 
uh, in Mongo. 11, 15 damage to you. And this time, <laughs> Mongo, you do go down. Uh, but it's Vanessa's turn. Let's see. All right, I'm gonna. I, I like using my crossbow. I don't really have to go running at anybody. And 19 to hit. That hits. Eight damage. So you do eight damage <coughs> to the cave troll. Uh, is that all you want to do? Uh, how far away am I from him? I'd say you're about 20 feet. You're in this. Right. You're kind of in this big entry to the cave. Mongo and Robin are right in front of the cave troll looking at you you're a little farther back uh probably like 20 feet away keith's a little off to the side other side um not immediately in melee range uh so i'm probably just gonna stay where i'm at okay keith that's your turn what to do what to do um can't really do much because i have fucking disadvantage but um just cast Vicious Mockery again. 14 on a Wisdom Saving Throw. Alright, it's got minus 1 to Wisdom. It rolls a 0, so... <laughs> 1d4, Psychic Damage. 4 plus 5, 11 damage. Uh, disadvantage on his next attack roll. Okay. Uh, Mongo, you make a Death Saving Throw, please. That's one fail for you. Uh... As Mongo is laying on the ground, swooping in like Indiana Jones on a whip, Vassell Tetrana pops in. And she is going to go ahead, sneak back through. Uh, she's going to make two attacks with her daggers at the cave troll. She says, I knew you fucking needed my help. First one's going to hit. Second one's going to hit. Uh, so she does. They're just daggers. It's not that good. Um, those aren't good rolls. She hits it for 15 damage. And she is going to backflip, disengage from it. So she's out of immediate attack range as a bonus action. Uh, oh, no, that's not to you. You're at 30. You're at 38. Uh, Robin, it is your turn. Gonna go for Hail of Thorns on him now. Okay. Don't you have something against giants? Isn't that one of your abilities? Giant killer. Oh, shit. I probably yeah, giant killer. Probably should have given you uh, reactions for those. Oops. Read your character okay. sheets. I didn't know what it was. Alright, so Hail of Thorns, make an attack roll. If you hit, it has to make a dexterity saving throw. No, never mind. Wrong dice, wrong dice. Oh, well, what's your... Hold on. What's your... Just That's because that's a good roll. So a 20 will hit the... Or you roll a 22 to hit. Um, so that will hit. So Hail of Thorns. Um, so make your... Do your normal damage and then roll a d10. There Damn. you go. So he passes dexterity save, so he takes 15 total damage from you, which puts him at... Three. It's up to the cave troll's turn. Um, it's going to take 
three attacks at Robin, though. First one has disadvantage. First one has disadvantage. Uh, so first he's going to swing with a, a claw at Robin. It's going to miss. It's going to go for the second claw. Also going to miss. And the bite. Bite's going to hit. Uh, Roll a one. <laughs> it's cup. Robin, you're down. Um, Damn it. Seven. All right. So the cave troll <laughs> takes a bite out of Robin. Bends down, kind of picks him up in his mouth, tosses it around like a dog, throws Robin's lifeless body uh, to the side. Vanessa, it's your turn. Oh, yay. All right, let's get it done. Uh, <laughs> Wait, Robin, before you died, you get one reaction attack to on the giant for the first two attacks that I mixed, missed. So roll a d20, or a attack with your gun. 18 hits, roll your damage for 8 damage. Okay. It's not nothing. Alright. Now, Vanessa, your turn. Okay. Let's, let's hope I get this. Alright, let's go. I missed. 14 misses. Uh, I cannot do anything else because I don't Alright. We're just going to hope and cast Chromatic Orb and we're going to do I'll do uh, Acid Damage. Okay. Let's hope I roll well. That's what I like to see! 13 plus uh, 6. So... Yeah, that hits. 2d8 of acid damage. 3d8, sorry, right? I think it's 3d8. 3d8, yeah. 8 plus 6 plus 7. So, so 21 points of acid damage. 21 points of acid damage, and because it's acid jam- damage, it doesn't heal. Wow. Wow. Yeah. All right, Mongo. Keith actually knows what he's doing because he fights monsters. Give me a death save. 18's good. You succeed. Uh, Hey, I'm not dead yet. So Basel is going to kind of slink in the shadows, come back, jump around Keith, throw her two daggers toward the giant or towards the cave troll. First one's going to miss, actually. They're both gonna miss. She misses both both attacks. She has uh, Robin death save. That's a fail. All right. Cave trolls up. It's going to uh, march over to Keith. It's gonna make three attacks on Keith. It's gonna claw twice and then the bite. First claw is gonna hit. Second claw. Your AC is 14, correct? 13. Or wait. 14. 14. Second claw is going to miss. Bite's going to hit. All right, so the first claw. Nine, ten damage to you. And the bite is going to do another 17 damage total. So I'm at... Taking 30 damage so far. Uh, Vanessa, your turn. All right. 
I am. I'm going to move up a little bit so that I can throw each of my daggers. Uh, I have to be within 20 feet, but I can do that. So I'm going to throw righty and then throw Bertha and see how we do. All right, make attack rolls. First one's going to hit. First one's going to hit for five damage. Okay. Second one is going to hit. Nice. For six damage. These are the rolls we like to see, Daisy. This cave troll is not liking what's happening right now. No. Um, Keith, that brings it up to you. One of them hit him in the ear. Made him really mad. Uh, I'm going to disengage and walk away a little bit. Oh, great. Just leave leave us while leave us hanging. That's fine. Okay. I'm just disengaging so he has to walk back towards me and not towards you. All right. All right. Missy. Yeah, so you, you take you. a disengage action, kind of tuck and roll out of the way, back up. Um, and cast Witch Bolt on him. Uh, do you have a skill that lets you do disengage as a bonus action? It's not. A, it doesn't have to be a bonus action. I just cut my movement in half. Okay. So the only one that is a bonus action is for the rogue, uh, and that is you get your I full movement. Disengage speed. was an action though. Nope. It shouldn't be. Can always search it up. Google. D D five E. It might be. I may have just never played that way. So it says disengage action. I'll tell you what. Roll an acrobatics check with disadvantage. If you do decent, I'll let you still make an attack. Uh that's with disadvantage. So that's still gonna be kinda decent. Um, plus two acrobatics, so 15. 15? All right, so you, like, backflip away. Ready position. You can go ahead and make an attack on the cave troll. Do I actually want to do witch bolt, though? Throwing my knives doesn't count as melee, right? No. Okay. Actually, I can do more damage with the actual wolf than witch bolt. Uh, we'll do two attacks with the wolf in his claws. So I have to roll 4d20, because I have disadvantage. Uh, first one's not going to hit. Second claw attack. Definitely will hit. It's an 11 plus 8, so 19. 19 will hit. 1d6. Close. 4. 10. Cave Troll doesn't like it. Cave Troll's not happy. Mongo, death save, please. Right. Succeeds. Uh, Basel is going to charge at him with her sword. She has. She's going to hit. So Basel Tetrana, this badass Catwoman thief, throws. She has four daggers. She threw all of them. Two of them stuck in the chest. Keith, your wolf comes, claws at the fucking cave troll. Vanessa, you just threw two daggers in its back. Cave troll is swarmed. And Basel Tetrana parkours off a rock, jumps up, stabs it right through the fucking throat, and brings it to the ground, killing yeah. the cave troll. <clears throat> Let's go. Hell yeah. Hooray for not dying. 
So she is panting on the ground. That was unexpected. You think? Yeah, just a little. Monsters haven't broken through the wall in years. Haven't broken in the city in years. Is there a chance there's more? Most likely. Yeah. Yeah. Trolls usually travel in packs, so. Yeah. Hmm. It was a troll with pet spiders. Did you see that? As a troll was pet. That that was not normal for me, but maybe not you guys. No, that's (laughs) not something I'd consider normal, Keith. Uh, Uh, You know who I am. You know who my family is, so it's normal for me. You know what? It's great. I'm glad. It's something you're so accustomed to. Uh, But if you want to quit being an asshole, you have two friends who are lying on the ground unconscious bleeding out already going over to them so you guys are out of initiative right now um keith you're fucked up mongo is unconscious robin is unconscious vanessa you're fine nothing happened to you (laughs) yeah i'm good good. i used my last one of my last healings on uh uh mongo has two successes right yeah what is robin what do you have one fail I'll use it on Robin. Okay. 1d4. Uh, plus 4, so 8, eight, eight HP back. 8 uh, HP back. Okay. Robin, you're healing stemmed in the chest. You kind of <gasps> jolt awake like you just got an internal <laughs> shot. Uh, Ow. Basel is just kind of staring at the troll. Uh, Vanessa, Robin, or Keith is when you're going to try to stabilize Mongo. you have any healing spells left? I have nothing. Not you, Robin. Uh, Robin has yes, I do. one spell slot left. Uh, use that shit. At least get him awake so we don't have to carry that big fucker. Mongo, Robin touches you on the chest, casts magic. You kind of <gasps> jolt the life. You're bleeding from your chest again. Just You got cut in the exact same spot you got cut in the first episode when you got slashed across the chest with a sword. Uh, it's not pretty. Um, Gross. Yeah. So, Mongo, you kind of jolt up, holding your chest, kind of putting pressure on the wounds. Uh, everybody, as you're kind of in the cave entrance, make some perception checks. Uh, 16. 12. Six. So, Keith, you're kind of the furthest or the closest to the entrance. You look out, you see several of the guards have been, like, fucked up. This, there's one giant spider dead, um, but a bunch of guards have been fucked up outside of the cave entrance. Um, Basel is like, we have to get out of here, and we should go our separate ways now. Um, so what are you guys doing? I'm going to get the fuck out. I'm gonna slice off its ear. So you slice off the ear of the troll. Uh, I'm gonna get the fuck out of here. I'm gonna go find the doctor. So we're already in Lower Utopia, right? Yeah, you're just like. So you're at like one corner of the semicircle where like your apartment is, uh, the food bank is, is like three quarters of the semicircle away from you. 
Okay. So we can go there and hide. Yeah. Theoretically. Yes. Uh... Let's go. Alright, let's go. So you guys are trying to sneak out of the facility? Yep. Alright, everybody give me stealth checks. I'm, uh, I'm going to cast invisibility on myself. <laughs> okay. Then you're good to go. 19 on my stealth. Plus... Oh, come on. <laughs> Vanessa, roll with advantage. Oh, come on. Wow. 19. Two 19s. Uh... And two net 1s. <laughs> Basel gets a natural 19. She throws her little Catwoman whip, kind of <laughs> gets over out of the fence, says, you guys are on your fucking own. And just Keith disappear in front of you guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Keith goes invisible. Vanessa sneaks into the shadows. Robin and Mongo got fucked up, and they fall flat on their faces, bleeding out. They still haven't fully recovered. Actually, uh, you know what? Fuck. Uh, scratch that. I'm just gonna cast invisibility on one of them. Uh, or is it too late? It's too late. Okay. Uh, so you see, you guys see Keith and Vanessa. You guys see some guards kind of getting their bearings they got fucked up too uh coming over to keith and Mon- or mongo and robin um and the, and the guards look beat up not like they're threatening so much um they say what the hell happened you two play it off you were victims too we i saw the spider coming through and i tried to help and got myself fucked up in the, in the process you guys, you guys look like you're barely hanging on. <laughs> oh, I'm hurting you. Yeah. <clears throat> you think? All right, uh, we're gonna we're gonna call ambulances and our bosses. <sighs> Jesus. Is there only one guard? There's two. There's two. Mm. <laughs> In. We can't be having the bosses checking on us. No, you can't. One of the bosses is the guy that we broke into his office. We're going to have to kill these guys, aren't we? Uh, there are how? more than one way to handle... There is more than one way to handle situuations. Just- can we, can we just, how, knock, can we just how, knock them out then? How bad do they look? They look pretty beat. They look like they got fucked up. Uh, I'm going to go behind one of them and just like cry, chop one in the back of the head. And hopefully Vanessa kind of understands sure I'll, you I'll guys have up. words i just want you to know all right make attack rolls both of you we have what words but th- that's not gonna work can i just i'm just gonna slip all right i'm just i'm gonna run up to the i'm gonna run up to the two that are on the ground oh thank god you two are alive we need to get out of here i don't know if there's more of these monsters coming but i'm not sticking around to find out uh, make a performance check or persuasion, whichever you prefer. I, like, uncloak and, like, try to give the help action. <laughs> sure. So, I got a 15, but I also have a position of privilege, which just, it just gives me a higher, like, hey, maybe they'll notice well hopefully they won't notice who i am specifically but just you know 
feel feel comforted in the fact that I'm going to take care of my friends and they don't have to worry about it. Okay, you get a roll with advantage because of Keith giving you the help action. So persuasion again, but with advantage? Yeah. Just roll another or do that. 22. 22. So the guards are fucked up. They're like, oh my god. They kind of stumble a little bit. We need to call you to an ambulance. I'll yeah. I'll get them I'll get I, them here. I'll get them here. You two just go rest over there and I'll I'll get the ambulance here. Don't worry. Alright, so the guards are like, Yeah, I think I think that's probably best. And one of them just kinda like falls to his knees. Um as Keith and Vanessa scoop up Mongo and Robin, kinda help him out of the facility and away. All right. See, so that that was better. <laughs> Your box doesn't always have to be bad guy saying something to us. We can kill him. You know, you have two friends very viciously beat up. You could say, oh, my God, I need to get you to the doc. I'm not good with confrontation, but I'll shoot somebody in the back. No problem. That's yeah, that's how that works. <laughs> I want to talk. Anyway, uh, so you guys get out of the facility. Um, what are you doing right now? Healing. So we got them out of the facility. We'll have to get them healed enough that they can move on their own. They're healed then... enough they can't move. Yeah. They're fucked up. They're not, they're not like, handicapped. No, but they're just, like, moving probably slowly and No, painfully. it was just thematically funny because both the guys who died rolled nat ones on their stealth checks. all right so here and a shot so we get ourselves out of there you can wait so we get ourselves out of there and we start heading towards where do we go back to the where should we go do we go back to the shelter do we go to the hospital you guys go back to shelter i'll hit up the hospital with the Um, dwarf or we can just go back to Stonefist and see if he's got a doctor that can help us. Exactly. On a I, deal. I'm, I'm going to drop off this sample we got. You mean that I took. A, a doctor from Stonefist? You mean like the doctor employed by Stonefist who is the guy that Keith wants to drop the sample off to? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like no, the, that the, yes. the woman. Yeah, she works at one of Stonefist's clinics. Oh, okay. Okay, so let's just all go to the clinic then. I didn't know she was employed by that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, then let's go. Let's go see the doc. So you guys, you guys hop on the outer shuttle uh, that ferries passengers across the outer wall of Utopia. I I put up my hood because I'm the only one that has been utterly wanted. <laughs> yeah. Um. New. It's. You guys get little alerts on your phone. News is breaking that monsters broke in to Utopia. Um, but not a lot of information has been let out yet. Um, you guys ferry back to the district, um, hop in a little Uber to Utopia General Hospital, uh, and you guys head in there. The doctor's name was Clarissa Smith. She's the one that, she's the doctor that Keith spoke with the other day okay so we get inside and we we ask for dr smith and see where we get with her 
Uh, Dr. Smith is with a patient right now, but uh, she can be ready soon. You guys need emergency attention, don't you? Yeah. We, we do. We do. We do. But we need, we also need to make sure that Dr. Smith knows that we're here. Send her, just send her to one of our rooms. Okay. We'll fill out this paperwork and uh, you guys will get uh, get going. So you fill out paperwork. You get sent to the ICU. Um, doctors come through and cast restoration spells on all of you, uh, which heals your poison, Keith, and gets everybody back to full health. Um, so you guys are just kind of sitting in the hospital beds getting yourselves all taken care of uh and dr smith comes in she's like what the bloody hell happened to you there are monsters we we had to fight a troll well first off uh we did some stuff for uh stone fist and uh she pulls out her phone when you say stone fist I mean, you should know. He's your boss. I know. That's If you yeah. were working for him, I'm just letting him know that you're here. Okay, just making sure. Uh, yeah. We also got a sample uh, from the storeroom uh, that I took. Uh, I wanted you to study it. What storeroom? So, your boss sent us on a little, little nice mission. Uh, I don't want to say too much, just in case you're not like allowed to hear and he might do something to you i just don't want you to see her doc keith what the fuck are you talking about we went out and did something for Stonefist, and we need you to evaluate these samples and let us and mr Stonefist know what's going on as soon as you can possibly get the information and don't let anyone else know that you're looking at this uh roll a persuasion check with advantage 16 so she looks at the little baggie that Keith has and says, uh, did, you, did you touch this stuff, Keith? Yep. I hope it's not... I hope it's not too tainted. I, uh, well, I mean, I made sure not to touch it with my actual, like, bare hands. Okay, great. Uh, so, I mean, what can you tell me about, uh, about this, uh, where you found this? It was in a pipe with drinking water. Uh, it was it was within the piping system that runs down from the glacier Hi. into Lower Utopia. I'll take a look at this. She pulls out her phone again. Uh, Stefan's on his way. Thanks, Doc. So she kind of leaves. You guys kind of rest your heads. Um, Remember, no peeping to anyone about that. All right there, Keith. Um, so, so we get to like rest for a second. <laughs> yeah. You get a short rest, um, while you're waiting. And shortly after, uh, Stefan Stonefist steps in the room, says, uh, well, it sounds like you had the, uh, the quite the night, apparently. Yeah. That's, uh, that's a word for it. Are you all well enough to travel? I believe so. Yes, the doctors did a good job. You don't even <clears throat> hurt. Stop acting like you're hurt. Why? They took care of my friends, all right? I'm not allowed to care about the fact that none of you are dead? Jesus, Keith. She ripped her jacket. 
My jacket <laughs> was injured in this whole thing. Okay, that is very important. Uh, Daisy, roll a d twenty for me. <laughs> Fourteen. Your jacket just has a little tear. Don't worry about it. Okay, um, good. Okay. Thank you. Thank you so much. That makes me feel so much better. My God, you're acting like your jacket was on the verge of death. Well, it, you know it's, what? It's a jacket versus a huge gash in our big buddy's <laughs> chest. Yeah, well, well I'm no, it's just a problem. The jacket just got caught in and ripped. It wasn't like a patch got stuck on the fence or anything. Um, it could be repaired by a tailor. There's not yeah. any. Maybe incriminating evidence of very oh, nice good. Oh, I see. Oh, I see. I see. I see. Um, Excellent. Perfect. <laughs> anyway, so Stefan says, uh, uh, we must leave back door right now. Then move. And points your right. to the back door. Thank you. Are we going to get any money for you from this little? Can you can you just move out? He might be saving us from. <clears throat> I'll tell you what. Uh, Monsieur Miller, you can stay here. Vanessa, uh, Monsieur Hoodie, uh, Mongo, correct? Uh, you, you come with me. Monsieur Miller, you stay. Okay. As long as they get paid. That's all I care about. Okay. Well, <laughs> so <laughs> Mongo, Robin, and Vanessa leave out the back door with Stefan Stonefist, <laughs> get into his car. Uh, police come into Keith's room, and he is under arrest. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. Oh, I don't. I don't doubt you. Lieutenant are. Alderman comes into your room. Says, "We heard you were. Uh, heard you were here, Keith. Uh, yeah. You're going to jail for a long time. Uh, that's what you think. You're basically forever. Actually, uh, they put you in cuffs. There are five of them with guns pointed at you. You are put in the back of a squad car and transferred to the police station. Uh, as they're taking me, I go. You know, Alderman." Thought you were cool, man. Thought you were cool. I will say this to you, like I said the other night, Keith. I am a cop. I'm not cool. Yeah, that's what they all say. Cap hey. was cool. Do 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 you know where we... Cap is? <clears throat> do we see this happening by any chance, uh, or do we know it's happening? So you guys are in the car driving away. It says, uh, well, if uh, if I'm correct, your friend Monsieur Miller was just arrested. Uh, as the police were hunting you, uh, and me. <laughs> knew you checked were checked into the hospital, uh, so Keith is probably under arrest right now. We'll have to deal with that later. Uh, okay, I'll need four grenades and a belt. Okay, we're not doing ah, oh, that right oh, now. Let's go. <laughs> Stop it. I'll need four grenades and a belt as well. Stop it, both of you! God damn it! <laughs> Um, Mr. Stonefist, what? Where are we going? Where can where are you? Are we? Uh, are we in danger? Does do other people know we were there? Uh, I don't know. I I could not tell you. I I will be honest. I did not expect the monster, the cave troll, uh, to rear its ugly head. Um, I I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Uh, Keith in no is case, in... make 10 grenades in the belt. Keith is in trouble. However, you hopefully found something at the mines that could maybe we... help our station. We think we did. We're, we're pretty sure we did. We, um, we ended up giving the sample to Dr. Smith, 
to evaluate and see what that is. But that sample that we collected was on the pipes that directly goes to the drinking water for the entirety of Lower Utopia. So you found a you found a toxic chemical at the Mortimer mining facility that leads to that has been poured into the drinking water of Lower Utopia. That is as And there's a lot of it. There's a lot of it. There were there were very large barrels of it. Okay. Alright, uh, if you have any photographic evidence, uh, please send it to me. Yeah, Dr. Smith has the sample, you said. I'm uh, going to text those to him right now. I will make sure that uh, the proper channels, proper legal channels, have authority and access to these, this information. And uh, hopefully, Mr. Motomoto will, uh, will be gone soon. Uh as he drives you guys back to the shelter. Keith, you have been brought to the prison, the police precinct. Uh, I'm you just whistling. Yeah, you see Ben. You see Ben at the front desk. Um, I kind of wave with both hands. Like, hi, Ben. <laughs> he just looks shocked. Um, so normally, they would take police prisoner, or they would take prisoners criminals upstairs to where you guys broke captain out of the jail uh you are brought downstairs instead why don't you roll an insight or history check 19 this is where they interrogate the people um and you knew cap cap was good dude he wouldn't cross the lines alderman the guy who captain said was probably behind the kidnapping or the corrupt police such as corrupt police who attacked you in episode two uh he doesn't play by those same rules so you are brought down into a completely blank brick room with a one security camera in it there's a metal chair in the middle your hands and legs are handcuffed to the chair. Oh, nice aesthetic, boys. I really like it. The, uh... It's really nice and dark, you know? Guess the fear's going in people. I like it. Captain Alderman closes the door behind him as he comes in and says, you're gonna tell us where Captain is. You're gonna tell us what, you're, what you found at Mortimer's weapons factory. And you're gonna tell us everything about your little friends. He pulls his club out of his pocket Hits you across the face with it, and that's where we'll end our session. Oh, this is gonna be such a fun episode next week. Oh my god. <laughs> Not for you. No, Hell yeah, it is. I don't think it's gonna be any fun for Keith. <laughs> okay. Not at all. Enjoy this shit. Project for this week learn how to torture people in DD 5e. <laughs> <laughs> Not when you have a mask in the chair. God. I had, oh. I had a cool plan for next episode. <laughs> now it's gonna be torture porn. I'll watch <laughs> Saw a couple times this week. I'll watch Hostel. Human centipede. Oh God! Why? <laughs> Why? Why would you? <laughs> <laughs>
Alright, well that was fun. That was very enjoyable, Mimi. Thank you. You're definitely gonna get to the root of Keith's problem at some point. I mean... You were making so much progress for like four minutes. <laughs> like... Honestly, Keith thought you guys were gonna get paid and you're gonna come back out and not get arrested. That's what he thought. Yeah, well... That, that didn't go so well for you, did it? It's fine. Keith will get some information. It's fine. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what Keith thinks he's gonna get. I don't know either. But <laughs> it'll be interesting to hear and listen. Uh, his information is gonna be uh, what ticks off uh, whatever his name is. Alderman? The lieutenant? Yeah. Yeah. Great. <laughs> That's fine. You have been arrested. Luckily, you got healed and cured of your poison. Um, True. You don't have any Persuasion of your spell slots checks back. incoming. Well, I mean, if they hold me overnight, technically I get a long rest. Uh, if if they let me sleep. <laughs> long rest has to be uh, eight consecutive hours out of combat. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If, if they let me sleep. Yeah. <laughs>all right everybody thank you for tuning into this week's episode of idiots rolling dice the utopia campaign what a wild way that things happened crazy can't believe i have no idea what's going to happen next week uh if you like this make sure you leave a review on apple podcasts and all that stuff follow us on twitter at erdpod i-r-d-p-o-d follow us on instagram at idiots rolling dice uh this is a lot of fun we love doing this i am mimic the idiot i am your dungeon master uh i am joined by daisy cakes who plays vanessa halen vax who plays keith miller played a fool who plays mongo and jimmy shr14 plays robin hoodie hope you all stay safe hope you all have a happy holidays wear your mask keep your distance i know it's going to be hard uh during this time of year but i'm fucking tired of quarantining so i hope you are too have a good one Thanks for watching, listening, whatever. Bye.